All right. So um, something happened to me today that hasn't happened in a while. Like maybe in camp? maybe in ten years. <laughs> no, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I go today to pick up you know a nice little drink for today's show. Relax. It's Friday. Kick back. Get to the counter. Can I see some ID? What? What did you Can order? See... Huh? What did you get? I just got some beer. It's because you shaved. No, I was. I came from work. I was dirty. Well, not dirty. Well, just whatever. I had the. I had the scruff. I even when I go to buy lottery, I go to buy alcohol. I roll up the sleeves. You can see the tattoo, so I don't have to pull out ID because it's common sense. Can I see some ID? I and then I'm like, she, this this person is training, guaranteed. I go look at the, the name badge. It doesn't say in training. It says manager. But Maybe she was trying to set an example. Douchebag. It was a guy. Or he was trying to set an example for the other. He thought you were wearing those tattoo sleeves that you were trying yeah. to fake. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, it's unacceptable. But, hey, I'm, I'm honored. Like, buddy, I'm older than you are. What are you talking about? But, guys, the club doors are open. It's Friday night. Let's get this kick started. It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta. Spoken. Awkward pause. Yeah, what the hell? Hello. Uh oh. Oh, John's you're, muted you're, again. That's you're you're muted, John, John is muted. <laughs> John muted himself. So. Can you guys hear me? We can't yeah, now. We can. You just unmuted yourself. Well, no, because you know the screen's frozen on the stupid oh. clip. You hate to see this. Hold on a oh, second. That sucks. The level of professionalism here. Hold on. There we go. Better? Better. Look at this. Stupid Rogers was supposed to fix this crap. They never fixed it. Guys, happy Friday. Rough start already. Happy Friday. Not just any Friday, man. We are on the Friday of a long weekend. You guys get a long weekend there this weekend too, no? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my kids have a four-day school work uh, weekend, but my wife has five days. Oh, well. She basically has a week off, yeah. And they just went back to school the other day. It's crazy. When do they... Oh, you guys guys go back to school? Yeah, going back to school this week. Summer's officially over. Yeah. Um, Well, not officially, but, you know, this is is the weekend, the last weekend of summer to enjoy. But, uh, yeah, long weekend. I want to know what you guys are up to. How's everything going? Get kickstarted with Brenton, man. What's going on, man? Oh, not too much. You know, the week was okay. Uh, just glad to be here. I think it was more entertaining uh, outside of work this week than it was at work. More entertaining outside of work? Yep. As usual. Well, when's uh, work entertaining? Well, my line of work, it can be very entertaining. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, glad you could be, glad you could make it, brother. Uh, what's going on, Phoenix? Good man. Glad to see you stop walking today for a few minutes. Huh? Yeah, you stop walking long enough to, long enough to, to okay. talk to us for a if little. If you while. don't know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate a little. If you don't know, Steve yeah. over on Casual Nerd Problems, we're doing a competition for steps. Who takes the most steps a day? Okay. Look, I'm going, man. Yesterday was good. I'm at like. 
20,000. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to kick these guys' ass. Fucking Phoenix here at night sends us a picture. The guys are like 40,000 steps. Hey, buddy, <laughs> what are you doing, running all day? Oh, hey, that's my life, man. Welcome are you sure you man. didn't just put like an Apple Watch on on like your dog's paw and just <laughs> on the ceiling the fan? I yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't believe it. But how's it going, Phoenix? Uh, any plans yeah, for the weekend? I know. Just maybe do more tiling, finishing up my tiling. Low stuff around the house, you know, just for fun. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds horrible. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to work on a long weekend. <laughs> you got to be relaxing and kick back, enjoy the weather. Lots of time to tile. That's true. So you hire someone for. Buck, how you doing, buddy? Glad to have you back on the channel, man. Thanks, How's everything going? Gonna be moving next week on Friday. You're gonna be moving. Is, is Phoenix gonna move you? Because he's 50,000 steps a day. <laughs> He'll get there and He'll move get you that right job back. done. Are you excited for the move? You know, I gotta dot my eyes and cross my teeth. All right. So well, it's just a bunch of stuff I gotta do. I gotta get some stuff sorted on Monday with my school. Okay. And then I can leave. All right. Well, it's good. It's a new adventure. Once you get settled in, start streaming up again and, and uh, getting life on track. Move's good. A move is stressful, but once you get everything in order, it's uh, it's good. It's a good change. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here, man. Uh, Daredevil, what's going on? Uh, it was a pretty good day. I uh, moved out two premium formats out of my uh, my collection today, so now I'm just waiting for certain statues that I have pre-ordered to come in to fill this that space. That you know seems like it's probably going to take a little bit longer, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so just kind of freed up that space. I bought a love sack today. That's a hey, thing. Love sack? See that coming. Love sack. What's a love sack? <laughs> like you so fast. No. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should have asked. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I, don't no, we it's all a, have? It, no, never mind. It's a it's a like a furniture company, and uh. they make essentially this like crazy these large like high end like beanbag chairs okay. essentially, but they're not filled with like crappy beanbag like it's. These really nice things, and they basically like replace like you know love seats or couches and stuff like that. And uh, I've been wanting one, and we went by the showroom today, and uh, just like once I was in there and I, we sat on one, my wife was like, "Yeah, we're getting this." So yeah, we did. So is this like um, for the collection room or like the living room? No, it's it, it's actually going to be the living room, but it's like it's really nice because you can sit down, and you can read some comics on it, you can kick back and lie. It's like super comfortable. And they make couches too. So if in like six months we're still happy with this, then we're actually gonna get one of their sectional couches uh, and stuff. So to to redo stuff in the living room. So yeah, it was it was nice. But now I have to wait like two weeks for the thing to get delivered. Two weeks. So is this from the Adam and Eve store? Get a statue of Prime One. That's that's the angled. uh, Yeah. That is uh, as a love sack with three C's because it's thick. That's. Oh, okay. Jeez. That's what you get on Adam and Eve. This one is just one C. <laughs> you know the difference. I mean, you got it. Come on. You got to know these things. Can't just go into something all willy nilly, you know? Well, I'm excited to see you and your love sack. Can you uh, take some photos when you come? 
<laughs> That's a sentence you never thought you'd hear yourself say. Click that one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Joe, Pudgy, sure. what's going on, brother? Oh, this just gave me a flashback to a day in junior high school when I used to play street hockey, and the guy took a slap shot and narrowly missed my love sack. But wow. luckily he missed. Save and a beauty, and, and I'm still here today. So, you know, beautiful, beautiful week. It's over. Beautiful because it's over. And I'm very happy to be on the show. This is the marking of the beginning of not a two, but a three-day week. You yeah. love to hear it. And yeah. so glad you can make it as usual because... Thank you. What's the Collector's Club without Joel? Probably got a little extra room in it. a couple of centimeters from being called Pucky. Yeah, Pucky. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, from being called Josephine. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, Matt, what's going on, brother? What's going on, man? Uh, hanging in there, man. Looking forward to this weekend, I guess. it's uh, Still got to wrap up some school shopping for the kids. You know, got to get the new shoes, that kind of thing. They go yep. back next week, so, you know, looking forward to that. And that's, that's about it, man, you know, getting ready for school. Can you imagine? It's that time of year already, back to school. I know. The summer went by quick. Flew by. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for being on the panel this evening. Let's kick it off with the chat. Let's see who's in the chat. We got uh, Toy Mafia as usual. What's going on, Toy? To Catherine, Trey, thanks for stopping by. Dennis coming out and saying, nowhere I prefer to be on a Friday night, the club. Hashtag club life. Appreciate the support, brother. We got Paul, Statue Habit, Skills. What's going on? Cash. Wish Cash was here. Saying, where's the holes at? Oh, wrong chat. <laughs> <laughs> what up, fuck? Uh, wrong club, guys. Wrong club. Bats in the Belfry. What's going on? We got Joe. Joe number two. Uh, AK Vane. What's going on, man? With Nathan. We got Alan stopping by. Who else do we have? We got Red Hood. Norman. What's going on? Norman's here every week. You love to see it. Walton. Appreciate the support. Hope you're doing well. We got Jose, no way. We got Paul Schreiber. What's going on, Paul? Lane stopping by. He's going on a trip, leaving for a trip early this morning. So, have a safe trip, brother. Who else do we got here? I think that's a Sea of Dream. And you guys, let me know if you see anyone else. Jeff Morris, how's it going, man? Can't forget Jeff. And I think Gabriel. Uh, Yoya, what's going on? D-Rock, Jerry, can't forget Jerry. Jerry's saying, a love sack's a little old place where we can get together. That's a song, isn't it? It's the B-52's Love Shack. Jeez. What's going on, Best Sean? Thing. Sean sent me the same thing. He's like, I hope you get this. I was like, of course, man. I love the B-52's. Come on. Mikey, Torio. Guys, thanks for stopping by. All right, guys, we're going to kick the show off with a little topic this evening uh, a topic that my good friend here Brenton came up with he had a good idea about it and we're gonna kick it off so I'm gonna pass it over to Brenton and Brenton what are we talking about tonight well I was just thinking about you know are statue collectors entitled with you know they, they seem to have a lot of demands you know it has to be priced inexpensive it has to be done really well it has to be accurate. It has to be, uh, you know, low shipping cost. So I wanted to throw this question out there 
to the panel and even the chat, you know, do you feel like statue collectors are entitled or is this stuff that we're owed, you know, because of how much these statues are? Do you think that all these uh, demands, I guess, that we have are uh, justified? What do you guys think? I think we need to give the, the definition, definition of entitlement because the confusion that I saw out there on some of the groups was... Are you guys entitled? Do you think we're entitled when we complain about edition sizes, about re-releases, re about stuff like that? Are we, are we too entitled? Uh, in to one sense, because you say you wanted to define entitlement, right? Or like, no, no, I'm, I'm just saying, we're just saying in general, are statue collectors too entitled? Entitled in the negative sense, not like we're agreeing we're entitled, like we do deserve this, but we think we deserve things, like, we're, like the negative sense of it, right? I get what you're saying. I mean, I think, I think there's a, an inherent level of entitlement in pretty much fandom across the board. People think that they deserve the Star Wars movie that they want. They deserve the Batman movie that they want. And then that translates into what we collect, you know, as part of that fandom. Some people are, you know, keep it in check a little bit better than others. Some people don't. But I think there's just a certain amount of entitlement inherent in all of fandom. And so, yeah, I definitely think it's president statues. Well, I was just thinking, so... Like, um, they produce something, and it doesn't turn out like the vision I have in my head. Does that make it bad immediately? Because it's not what I thought it should be, even though they're trying to accommodate, you know, collectors in general. They're not, you know, they're not trying to please just me. Yeah, I still think that holds up. I mean, people say all the time, it's like, oh, another Iron Man statue or another Batman statue or something. It's like, I want this. It's like, well, but clearly there are a lot of people who want that too. So yeah. it's usually a me first mentality rather than, oh, this would be really good for the community to have. It's like, no, what I want to have. So yeah, it, yeah, it's, I think it absolutely exists, but that's just me. As nice as it is, as nice as nice as it is to uh, think about the community, at the end of the day, though, we, you know, we got to think about ourselves a little bit just because yeah. the amount of money that we're forking over, especially depending on what you're collecting, uh, can really get up there. How about it, you, Joel? What do you think? It's, it's, it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's a definite, I think there is definitely a certain sense of entitlement. I think that goes um, hand in hand with... There's a whole modern culture of everything is right now. People don't want to wait in line for anything. They don't want to wait for their food. Any, anything is supposed to be right now. It's like microwave, instant. So when it comes to the hobby, it's the same thing where people don't want to wait for their particular character. And if a character comes out that's not to their liking, there's another element where people are very quick to just shit all over something else, whether it's a, an artist's work, they're very quick to criticize and not take into account, you know, this may not be for you. It's meant for someone else. So there's a certain length of entitlement there. But when you're talking about somebody who's a paying customer, now, you know, a lot of that goes by the wayside. If you're talking about aspects of the hobby where somebody lays out money and expects a certain level of service, customer service, a certain level of communication, then, you know, that's not entitlement to me. 
So there's degrees of it. But I say there's like many sides to this. You know, um, on one hand, I think people do get like to the point where they can be demanding too much or asking for things that, you know, they have no right to ask for from companies. But at the same time, the companies do owe like the customers something. They owe them a lot, actually. You know, there's like you said, we're paying them a lot of money. And I think one way to reduce any kind of negative negativity that comes from like uh, interactions where people don't have their expectations met is to set those expectations clearly. The companies need to do that. Um, and sometimes the companies can be too silent and maybe they don't draw like uh, boundaries properly or they're not, they, they don't let us know like, Hey, this is the kind of thing we're doing. It's some, some companies prefer to like speak through the act, their actions and they don't want to talk about like the, like explicitly what it is they're setting out to do for the customers. Um, this might sound a bit vague, but like, uh, you know, you have two sides of the coin where you got like a company like XM, right? That's, I would say, almost too vocal with the community. Um, and then on the other side, you have maybe, I don't want to just do the XM Sideshow that dichotomy, but let's say Sideshow. And um, Sideshow kind of doesn't say anything to us in terms of when we complain about stuff. Um, we're just screaming into the ether, right? Like it's all about it. You, you take what you get when you, when you, when it comes to sideshow, mm-hmm. whereas with XM, like you have people screaming about the tiniest of details sometimes and going, give me what I demand now. And everyone's just going crazy, tagging like Ang in the comments, like, yo, you got to do this. I said, I need it. And you got to do it now. And it's, I feel like on one hand, people are, get, are going too far in the XM group. And then on the other hand, Sideshow is not even saying shit to anyone when they complain. It's like, you know, you'll say what you want and you get what you get, you know. And I feel like there needs to be like that kind of balance where like some, a company needs to thread the needle between both sides. Mm-hmm. Where like XM, I would say they need to go, okay, guys, um, we understand you want something, but at the same time, we have our vision for something and this is what we're trying to do. And you guys have to understand that that's what we're going to do. Um, if that doesn't meet the kind of expectations you want, then like you have to, to an extent, understand that maybe our products aren't always for you. Right. Whereas with sideshow, there needs to be some like concessions made, or at least even if there aren't any concessions, like speak to us and like, walk us through some kind of like uh you know the reasoning behind some stuff it it might it would make just setting expectations in general is a very good way to like manage the community's reactions to things and i think a lot of companies do a terrible job with that bchan saying i don't think we're entitled those are very expensive luxury items that we are paying a premium during a very challenging time there should be expectations to the cost. There's nothing wrong with being a discerning collector. You just have to be reasonable within the things that you're expecting from companies. And I think that's sometimes where we 
you know, it maybe gets a little bit skewed. But like you can absolutely expect certain level of quality control and certain levels of customer yeah. service and, you know, uh, and things like that. And if you're paying a ridiculous amount of money, certain levels of quality when it comes to, you know, paint work and, and sculpts and, and things like that. Um, but and part of this game is also learning which companies are better at consistently delivering on those and then gravitating toward those with your money anyway. Well, for for me, I think sorry, the, the problem with sorry, go. Uh, the problem is I think the uh, everybody thinks they can do better, and I think that's the biggest beef I have with it, with people because the companies put out the stuff. You don't have to buy it if you don't like it. I, I know it's it's a tire conversation about that, but the thing is that when they put out a product, everybody jumps on the band on the uh, on the product and says they should have done this, should have done that. But the problem is half of these statues are planned years ahead, if I'm not wrong. But the product comes out and everybody jumps, they should have done this, should have done that. But the problem is the company has their own way of doing things. If every company listened to everybody telling them what to do, guess what? So later the company's going to fold because they know what they're doing. If they don't, you don't like the product, and guess what? The company's going to be bankrupt in no time. Mm -hmm. right. So, so I can see both sides. I can see both sides. I mean, but then the other side was, you know, we buy the stuff, it's expensive. And then I, ex in a way, I kind of expect things to not go as as clean as I think it would, like the, with the XM uh, LBS uh, Magneto, the Cape had a problem with it. But but then I worked through it and some people don't want to do that. I, I realize it's yeah. it's part of the problem. I, I totally understand yeah. that. But the, the other side is that you, everybody expects so much of it. And, and it's an expensive statue, but then the other side of it is you can't expect everything to be perfect all the time. Sometimes it does happen, sometimes it doesn't. I totally understand this, but it's, it's, it's hard to say who's right, who's wrong, right? So, At the same time, though, I can't, like your situation, under no circumstance, would be justified to be right, right? I understand where you're coming from, that things happen with the company. And with product, it's like everything. Nothing's perfect. Mm -hmm. But that company needs to be there to justify the issue afterwards. Because you're talented. You're a tradesman. You can fix it. But what you had to do to that cape to get it to fit? No, no. I'm not paying 2400 for that piece to to have to go through that. That's that For me, that's unacceptable. A little paint scratch on the base, I'm still not happy with. But okay, I can live with. It's reasonable. But something like that where pieces don't mesh well together, I think that's a whole different ball game. Something that Alfred alluded to in uh, his comment as well. I'm not going to read the whole thing because he he did go into um, into depth. But the justification is, is essentially these companies, for example, Prime One, increasing their prices, shipping's high, Prime One, everything's high, but the quality, the after the the product is lacking upon release. Leaning here, leaning there, poor pain applications. I think that's what we need to look at is paying that amount of money. Should we be entitled to a quality product? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think well, we was, sorry, was it with the, with the cape? Was it an issue of quality of the overall product or quality control? Like, was that a thing that happened 
across the board and it was just they fell down on production or was it a quality control thing with it, with your piece or with like a small number of them well that's the thing we don't know because i mean mine was the first mine was the second that that came out i mean there's okay. another guy he got he's in singapore so he got his then i got mine that's the problem i have and we contact uh xm and they told me to one heat it up the cape and then afterward this happened they actually put out a video of how yes. to put the cape on properly and so they they tried to so we don't know yet All right. how big the problem is so, so I, I totally understand where this is coming from but the other side is is that it, it's it's hard to say right i mean they they did the best they can and they, they try to rectify it I, that's why they pushed the uh the lbs magneto back three weeks trying to rectify the problem but obviously they didn't do a good enough job but who knows right so if, would if I, I buy lbs again uh i don't know that's the thing right that's a choice you have to make sooner or later you have to decide do you want to stick with the company if the if they have problems or not it's up mm -hmm. to you right if i contacted a company saying that something was wrong and they told me to heat up the cape heat it up i I'd put the cape in the oven and take a picture to show them and say like this, <laughs> you've, I'm going to heat up the cape. You That's my it. job to do. I just paid you. To, I'm going to, no, Ma sorry. I can't agree compliance. with it. I can't agree with it. Uh, yeah, D-Rock. You're supposed to take a match to it. <laughs> sorry, Matt, you were going to say, you were going to say a point. Uh, well, no, I mean, there's, there's two things to this one, you know, a side dream in the chat says, you know, mass production control. Uh, you know, he's right on that. You know, where is the accountability for the company within inside the company to ensure that the product comes out right? And I think mm. that's part of it right there. And the other thing is standards. You know, as collectors, we've been accustomed to standards. Um, if, with anything that anything anybody collects, there's a standard to it. There's a grading system. There's quality. There's a certain level of standard that you're expecting as a collector. And when it doesn't get met, we're going to say something about it. 100%. Well, you know what? Another good point of this is are you entitled to collectability? What does that mean? Just Explain. because you're paying so much, does that mean that your statue should have a higher value or be more collectible or considered? Well, the value is determined by the market. There's no way that we, that even a manufacturer can predict that they can set the base like the msrp but the actual value of a product is is going to be dictated by the yeah. market you know case in point i like the 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 two statues that i just moved on from my collection today i paid a combined this was, they were 10 years ago so you know i paid less than six scale prices i paid you know combined 650 for both of those premium formats i moved them out today and i got in in trade i from this shop i got 1800 dollars worth of product so i more than made my money back the value went up for those but it you know could have easily gone the other way you can't predict what that's you know what that's gonna be like if you want to talk about uh, collectability in terms of the addition sizes that a company chooses at the beginning of production and sticks to, then yeah, we have a certain expectation that if they say that it's going to be this and it's going to be that and they stick to that and things like that. Um, but as far as 
the value after purchase. I mean, that's the secondary market, and there's no way to predict that. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out to. The... So, just Sorry. a quick shout out to D Rock. Uh, he just got Batman Batcave Hush, uh, based on watching us doing the un- live unboxing. Love it, but he found himself nitpicking more than his quarter scale pieces. Well, of course, with the, that more, price point. Well, yeah, you're. De- I mean, you want everything more in to be... your face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but there's also, you know, like I said, there's standards, you know, as far as money, we're paying a lot more. You're looking at quality. I mean, you look at a, take your car, for example, you know, you want a Mercedes Benz with the high, with leather sofa and seats versus a Kia with cloth seats, which one are you going to pay more? So I'm not paying the same price and expecting the same. So you look at the quality of the product that's being put out as well. Also problems with a product are more kind of glaring more apparent more visible the larger the scale is so if you're dealing with a third scale and there's an issue with it it's probably going to stand out more to you than an issue with one of your quarter scales because it's just it's more it's larger it's more in your face so you know that kind of plays into how we perceive things yeah it's uh it's a tough one. Some you other, know, some other comment. Sorry, you were gonna say. I was gonna say like uh, to what Brenton said about whether we're entitled to like collectability, like seeing it from the perspective of the people that do want that from a statue. It's like you have to consider the fact that this is a niche ho- niche hobby, and aside from there not being that many collectors, I mean, in the grand scale of like population or whatever, it's like. There are not that many companies. And so the companies that are there, like it's not a simple matter of going, oh, this company doesn't fulfill my needs. Fuck them. I'll go to the other one. It's, it's the kind of thing where like if, if you like third scale DC statues, for instance, and Prime One is shafting Prime One is, you, yeah. where do you go? You know, you have to keep demanding better from Prime One because unless a new company like springs up out of the ether, you know, there's just not that many options where like you can say this company is not fulfilling my needs and I'm going to go to someone else. Uh, some, sometimes these companies, they have like exclusivity on certain licenses and certain things. And it's just like, if I want something that's a very niche, like small ES, and that's something I want from my statues, you know, I have to ask these companies that are present, like, to do that for me. I can't go to anywhere else. I need to demand it from them. And so on many things where people keep saying, oh, it should be like this or it should be like that, um, I, I am very empathetic to, like, their needs in that respect because they just don't have anywhere else to go to ask for those things. So they have to ask for it from the places that are available. That's, but, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right, because it's like, I mean, the only other, like DC one-third scale, the only other option would be J&D, which puts out, like, maybe two releases a year, you know, and so you're, you know, you, you're not just going to, people are be like, just don't buy from them anymore. It's like, well, Prime One's the only game in town, so you just, you want to make them better. You want to encourage them to be better, but then that means speaking up, but yeah, it means you're going to have to occasionally live with some things that, you know, don't meet the expectations that you have now but hopefully they rise to them later and it can also be like the reason for why we see a lot of issues keep resurfacing 
and people constantly complaining maybe about the same stuff because it's like it's the same companies that were complaining about doing the same things they've been doing for a while and they're just not changing and there's no one else coming to remedy the situation for the collectors don't worry they'll reissue them later though with better uh <laughs> oh. better materials oh, oh man you hate to see it yep. go ahead Brendan. I was going to say, do we have a right to demand anything from the companies, though? You know, you kind of have to just, you know, if you, if you like what they're putting out, then buy it. If you don't well, like it, then pass on it. Yeah, but if a company's coming out and asking for feedback and so forth, then, of course, I well, think you have the right that's to. That's different, but if they're not, yeah. I mean. Well, if they're not, who, then you can tell them to, to eat a bag. demand anything from them? It's, it, it, well, you, you, you plead your case and you hope, like, they change in favor of, like, the the request you're making just like you're lobbying them to make a change you know and it's, it's but I, there's no other way to get the thing you want except like saying hey this is what i want right i and do think the you have a right or not sorry sorry john no no i'm sorry uh, i do think the companies though when you're getting up to the higher maybe not the right verbatim but the higher tiers i think they do mm-hmm. ask for the feedback it's only the companies that are sitting oh, yeah. back because the, the money comes in regardless that, that don't take feedback to heart. Well, yeah, I mean, Queen Studios, like they listen, they, they will, you know, post updates. Hey, we know you guys had said you wanted this. We've added this. We've done this. Queen Studios, Prime One, you know, those guys do that because they're at the higher level in terms of, of the artistry and the quality but then the higher level in terms of like the business and just having licenses and distribution deals, you know, all over the place is something like sideshow. They don't really kind of, I feel like listen to collectors in terms of, Hey, we want this improved or we want, you know Um, so they're like different tiers, but there are different sides and then tiers within those sides. Um, And some of them listen better than others. and, And some of them don't, I think, that we can definitely demand a certain level of quality and quality control and service and stuff. Um, but to Buck's point, we can't, there, there's not a whole lot of competition. There's not a whole lot of game in town. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it behooves us to try and keep our demands and our criticisms in a constructive nature rather than it just being, you know, banging a drum and picking up a pitchfork and just and bitching about stuff. It's like, let's try and communicate more effectively with these companies to get them to listen to us and then actually enact some of the changes that we want. Yeah. Well, this was a great uh, topic, Brenton. Thank you. And everyone in the chat who participated and on the panel. You guys rock. Anyone listening on the podcast, uh, shoot a message on the stream afterwards and we can highlight it on the uh, the next episode. We're going to jump right into the show. What was the vote, John? Wasn't there a vote taken? Yeah. All right, I can give you them. I have the... So I put a vote on some, um, on some pages. They were... So, for example, one page was we had a vote, 66% yes, statue collectors are entitled. 33% saying no, statue collectors aren't entitled. On another page, we had 37% saying yes, statue collectors are entitled and no, that they aren't. On another one, we got 34% saying yes, 64, 65% saying no. And... Uh, 
Yeah, it's been uh, another one was fifty-seven percent yes and no for forty-two percent. Some of the comments, though, I can read some of the comments quickly that uh, that were mentioned. Um, Mark saying, "I don't know if statue collectors are entitled. I'm not a statue collector personally, but looking into the hobby, I do understand that these collectors." are paying top tier prices and additional prices for shipping with that comes expectations and seem justified to me uh, kobe saying no we are not entitled collectors spend insane amounts of on these statues and the companies should focus on making them better for the customers right now shipping has gone through the roof so the most logical step by these companies is to make their boxes smaller for some reason prime one for example still uses insanely big boxes and it needs to stop. Also lower the prices. Every company raising price, literally taking advantage of horrible situation that collectors. See, it's tough with the raising the prices because we don't kind of know what's going on on the back end. Supply what chain I, right now, yeah. You, like, yeah. My, my whole thing is prices. it's fine to increase the prices, okay, but you better increase the quality at the same time. Uh, Zach came out and said, I think collectors are in general are entitled but for the prices we pay we deserve to be yeah so thanks to everyone who participated in that uh we'll keep we'll keep doing these little topics for the show and, and put up polls because i think it's really good to get the community involved and hear your opinions and the companies that listen maybe they can take up notes what do we learn if you're increasing your prices make sure your quality is up to par yeah fair enough all right, we're going to kick start off the table quick. Off the table, guys. We're going to kick it off with this first pair. Tell me what you're going to take off this table, how this is going to work. You walk up to the table. You have you have one option on the left, option on the right. Don't worry about money. What are you taking? All right? It's not going to be just statue related. So here we got to start it off for the audio listeners. We got the X-Men. Not the X-Men, sorry. XM. Um phoenix on the left and on the right we got the sideshow collectibles gene gray guys what are you taking what are you taking off the table not everybody yet. no you guys can go it doesn't have to be in order and this is it's friday I'll, I'll definitely go with phoenix over the gene gray the sideshow you're gonna go with phoenix gray, i'll take xm are those yeah. the same scale yes yeah. okay yeah. That's easy answer for me. I'll go XM. Yep, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. This this off the table always reminds me of like a being a running back, a football player. When I get the ball, which way am I gonna go? Left or right? <laughs> <laughs> Juke. What's going on, Jazzy? Uh Phoenix for me. Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Okay. XM. Not you, yeah. Phoenix. Love you though, buddy. Yeah, not, not, yeah, not that Phoenix. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> Walk okay. it off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Oh. Oh, my God. How about you, um, uh, Brandon? Yeah, I go with the, the uh, Dark Phoenix. I would like on that one the, the Phoenix Force behind her to be a little bit larger. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm Phoenix all day. How about yourself, Buck? Yeah, XM. Okay. Easy, easy choice. 
You guys all went? Yep. Joe? Yes, sir. Phoenix. So it's, Dark Phoenix for the it's, win. looks like Phoenix just clean. Unanimous. Perry saying Phoenix. Cram agrees Phoenix as well. T-Rock says, my PO for XM Maestro says, what entitlement? <laughs> <laughs> that thing weighs, what, like 300 pounds? Something? It's like 350. 350. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it is beast, and it looks great. Yeah, it looks like uh, XM took the sweep on this one. Yeah. Poor Sideshow. Poor side That's okay. All right, next off the table. You can take a nice juicy burger or you grabbing a slice of pizza? Oh, shit. Really? I'm going know, burger. You can't make it easy. Come on. Burger on this one. Burger. Ooh. This, this question is, is offensive, is, and I refuse to is, answer. Yeah, this is Sophie's <laughs> choice. Come on. Oh, well, Sophie, pitch and then choose. She had to choose, and that was life or death. Yeah, well, come on. I want burger. It's got bacon on it too. Look at it. Jeez. Yeah, but you can have you can have bacon on a pizza too. Yeah, but not on that one. <laughs> are we well, are we judging just on these two, or just pizza How about a burgers pe- in general? How about That's a pizza burger in general? Any kind, of burger, any kind of burger, pizza. any kind of pizza. Start okay, from Brent. Answer, We're going to start over. We're going to start from... You can say any uh, kind of statue. <laughs> I'm going to start from Matt. Matt, what are you going for? I'm looking at the big juicy burger. you got to use two hands to hold. But then... you get a single hand name? that whole pie? Betty's in the back. <laughs> no. What's your name? Betty or Betsy? What do they call the cow? Dog. Elsie uh, and no, down here. Dinner. Dolly was the, was the goat sheep or something, wasn't it? Oh, it was a yeah, goat. Yeah, ra- yeah, the, to- the clone. You're right. Clone, yeah. I'm going to rationalize this out. Okay. And I'm going to say I would have to go pizza because I could always make up for the lack of having a burger by having a steak and a salad and just kind of. You know I mean, I, I can get the flavor of beef in other meals, but a pizza is a pizza. So I guess like a pizza. life choice now where we just like for, for certain fat people, yes. <laughs> it's called uh, basil, Jerry, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jerry. There, I was gonna say, you know, you could flick the salad off that thing. Whatever, man, it's the best pizza. I put pizza looks very suspect and artisan i'm sorry 15 minutes before the show started a pizza png here you go i mean look at those like cherry tomatoes that are sliced on there very ooh la la on this pizza okay so we are we're one we're one burger one pizza what are you going brenton i i feel like i'm entitled to better pictures (laughs) (laughs) i might be entitled to a better panel no i'm kidding (laughs) No, I'm, I'm going burger. You know, I, oh, well, just reminds okay. me of this time I had like a Kobe beef burger, and that was like one of the greatest things I've ever had. Like, I don't know if pizza compares to that. Okay. How about you, Phoenix? Phoenix well, is like, can I get a salad? No, no, no. <laughs> See, with the pizza, it could be in Italy. With the, with the burger, that's in the U.S. Would I go to Italy or would I go to the U.S.? Oh, that's the question it depends I'm are you walking broad. i'm going <laughs> if you're walking bring a snorkel <laughs> i'm going broad man pizza for me pizza okay 
Yeah. Well, it's tied so far. What are you going, uh, Brendan? Well, I want the record to reflect that I'm offended by this question, but I would probably go with the pizza just because uh, I can make a nice big pie, and that's more than just having the small burger, and I can mix it up and do more with it, but I'm I'm saying this under protest. I won't laugh. I'll leave. Sorry, did you ask me? Yeah, you, you huh? broke up there, John. You broke up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Buck. Last but not least. You know, maybe a couple weeks ago, I might have said a burger. But, like, I know this bougie-ass collector friend um, that was talking <laughs> to me about, like, an amazing pizza that I want to try someday. You know, he said he gets some tomatoes. He gets uh, some goat cheese. Some what? Uh, I knew I I was I was counting the milliseconds until John was like, "What the fuck did you say?" <laughs> Fucking Buck went offensive. Italian for a He's, second. He, he said bougie. He said bougie, so she even pronounced it bougie. Oh, yeah, yeah, take cheese. your tomatas out of here. Yo, goat cheese on a pizza. Goat cheese on a pizza is not a lie. That shit's no, no, good. It is oh. the best. Yeah, anybody who hasn't had like a grilled pizza with goat cheese on it, you haven't that's, lived life yet. Yeah, oh, that's a oh good. My. Maybe yeah. my maybe, maybe this this collector friend I'm talking about you all know this person yeah um, is, uh, is is right you know with chicken and pesto as well all right I'm gonna oh, go, I gotta go visit him man he's right he's absolutely one. right I gotta go visit him if I'm gonna get a meal like that <laughs> so you're going pizza yeah I'm going pizza damn pizza took it guys pizza took it people saying wow Jerry goat cheese on a pizza is not a pizza yeah okay. Yeah. You don't well, know. listen. You just don't know. I, I've never seen goat cheese in New York, anywhere near a pizza. Maybe in the deli next door to pizza, but not in the pizzeria. You've you've honestly never had goat cheese on a pizza, dude. Yes, no sir. Oh, white pizza, olive okay. oil. I'll have to bring goat cheese. Into it. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it's good. And they have something called a supersada pizza over I'm here. I'm not knocking it. I'm down to try it. No, you, you mean soprasada? Oh, I don't know. I'm man. super I... sad to this talk. John is well, a really uh, Italian. <laughs> well, not so, okay. Soprasada is an Italian meat. Brendan, are you Italian? No, I'm Irish, but okay. I, I moving on. Good food. Off the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, guys. We're gonna go. Uh, what is this? XM quarter scale Rhino. Versus the Sideshow Collectibles Rhino at quarter oh. scale. Was it quarter or fifth? I don't remember. Quarter, I think. Is it the Comic Cat? I think it's the Comic Cat's fifth then, no? I can't remember now. Oh, well. Which one are you taking? I'll check that. XM well, guys, is one on the left and Sideshow's on the right? Yes, yes sir. sir. Sorry for not specifying that. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful pieces. I'll go first. Um, I, I, I XM all day. I like, I like the base more with the crushed, looks like cab yeah. there. Uh, and also, it looks like the face on the, the sideshow one just looks like he's trying to do long division while taking a shit. Well, that's the comic <laughs> portrait, okay? <laughs> I, I'm just saying he looks both confused and like vulnerable. That's like straight looks... off the book. It, it looks weird. I, I definitely like the 
one on the left more. That's just me. Okay. Disappointing. I just want to know how many people we've seen try and do long division while doing that. <laughs> That's a whole other story. 72 stream, divided by. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, try it one time. Fuck. Just try, just try uh, it. Matt, what are you Pass going with? Time. <laughs> just, do you have a pen and paper when you're doing a long division? Or is it just... <laughs> no, that's <laughs> cheating, man. You got to do it in your head. You got to do it in your head. Garrett is six. <laughs> I mean, I guess theoretically, if you've got a pen, you've already got the, you know, the roll. You just do it you know, as you're... Just sit on the toilet with, you, with a pen and paper. Just... That's the thing. You're not allowed to finish until you finish the math. Then you feels like freaking a beautiful mind. John, what's wow, this, going on, man? <laughs> this took this took a freaking wow, it's like a hard left turn. turn. Uh, I'm going to XM, man. Uh, you know, the quality, the detail. I mean, it just you could you could tell the difference just looking at the pictures. So um yeah, for me, XM. Ken said it perfectly. Is this off the table or off the rails? <laughs> Why can't it be both? Buck, what are you going Not with? Not mutually exclusive. I'm a classic man. I'm going with the uh, sideshow, even though it's not perfect. What? Oh, yeah, brother. Buck said sideshow. <laughs> I like I like the portrait on that, and uh, and I prefer like the lower amount of detail. It's distributed better on the sideshow for at least the rhino. I, I prefer the base from XM. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sideshow one on that base, perfection. Um. How about you, Joel? I'd be happy with either piece. I, I do like, I think XM takes the nod for me because of the base. Usually I'm a proponent of little less is more with the base, but I like the base with the uh, with the license plate, which is a throwback to his uh, first appearance in Spider-Man. Yes, sir. That is a nice Really, touch. you're just waiting for the Paul Giamatti version, though. <laughs> no, oh, thank God. you. Yeah, no. <laughs> How about you, Phoenix? Uh, I'm going with XM because I'm gonna flip the sucker. The most money. Nice. Out of wow. Okay. Hey, at least <laughs> hey, he's honest. He's practical. Exactly. And how about you, Brenton? Uh, this is hard because I, I guess XM. I like the base better, but the the Rhino plated armor on XM kind of bothers me. Where I prefer the more traditional Rhino suit of Sideshow, but I think XM overall. I would go with that. I mean, personally, I'd 100% go with side. The only nitpick I have with the sideshow one is it's hollow. But uh, in the chat, Walton saying XM skills going sideshow. Luke going sideshow. Paul saying neither. The uh, this character is ridiculous. <laughs> That's not an option, Paul. I go with the third option. XM for Jazzy. Ken is XM. Nathan going sideshow. Same with Red Hood. Paul was just thinking, I'm going to do long division now. I'll catch you guys later. Wow. Jerry's saying, got to walk away from the table. No shelf space. No Rhino. Well, no Rhino fans here. That's okay. All right. We got two more. Oh, shit. This one's for, this one's for Joe. <laughs> uh, Xbox. What's this? Xbox One, right? That's the latest one. And uh, uh, series, series X. X, series X, yeah. I don't flipping know what they're called, anyways. And uh, I just typed in on Google latest Xbox and PlayStation 5. I think I'd go PS5, I'm just more of a PlayStation guy than Xbox. But... Love to hear. 
PS5 for me. PS5 for me. I have two PS5s, so I already made that choice. All right, Brendan, you didn't have this off the table, not flipping show and tell. Brendan. <laughs> okay, I, I was just backing up my choice. I, I put my money where my mouth is already. Poor kid, with his poor kid down the street's been waiting seven months for one. This one has two. I got both at retail. I didn't scalp or nothing. Wow, look at you. What a, what a saint. I'm just saying. I need you to go down the street to Timmy and offer him that PS5 at retail, okay? Fuck Timmy. <laughs> You're so entitled. <laughs> well, that's uh, why he was throwing bows Timmy to Timmy's can get a mom. Job and he can go get his own one. fucking game system. Jeez. What a savage. Fuck. Um, I don't like either company right now, but uh, because of PlayStation exclusives and the fact that I guess both can play Blu-rays now, I'll go with PlayStation. Sweet. And Matt. Is that even a selling point, Buck? And you're like, they can, can play, play Blu-rays. I recently got into that. I don't know. It's like, and because it, it's like, it's cheaper than buying an actual Blu-ray player, knowing that I have a machine that can play Blu-rays and play video games. Pulls double duty. Fucking I guess half the viewers are like, "What's a fucking Blu-ray?" It's a stream box too. I mean, you I know. Play, any, play any streaming app on them. So. To be honest, like it, probably more people also, stream than play physical copies of movies anymore. It's also a Roku. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but, so, uh, people collect physical copies of, of movies and video games in the same way they do comics and, mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. So it's a, I mean, thing is, if your internet goes out, you can still play a Blu-ray. Yeah. With, with the with the PS5, the one that's more in demand is the mm-hmm. one with the slot with the drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Play the well, Buck is right. I put a Blu-ray, I put a Blu-ray disc in my PS4 the other day. I didn't play. I was so sad. It was that day we had the outage. I put a Oh, how about you, Matt? Dude, man, I'm still playing Space Invaders on my brown Atari. So, <laughs> oh my god! It's <laughs> rocking a Commodore with the before. with the wood veneer strip on the front. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. Classic. Yes, sir. How you even have a TV joystick. that you can plug that into? You have like a separate TV that you play that on. With, with they the, still have RCA with... adapters. Come on. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, using he's one of the old it. CRT TVs that you got to bang the side on to get it to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, antenna. Man. Look, you can still hook up antenna TVs, man. I mean, my cube TV still works, man. So, which one are you hooking this up to? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I got. I guess I, I, I hear PS. The PS Five is the better one. So, I mean, I guess I'd go with that. Oh, Nathan. I hear. He's got it hooked up to the same one as Betamax is hooked up to. Jerry <laughs> oh, man. Matt goes to the store. Uh, which one of these is uh, good? I'm trying to buy it for my kid. No, my no, kid Matt, Matt's at Walmart good. asking him where the laser disc section is. <laughs> hey, can I trade you my PS3 for PS5? Oh, man. Yo, Dude, I waited. I almost oh, bought a laser disc set the other day, not going to lie. <laughs> As a collectible piece, it was the original animated Star Trek series on Laserdisc that I saw in a, oh, in a collectible shop. Oh I almost my gosh. bought PS3 <laughs> revolutionized gaming back in the day. I remember that picking up that PS3. Oh, that was it did. good times. I, I, I loved it when I bought it too, but it was also a royal pain in the ass because of like the cell architecture they did. It's the only one that they couldn't easily just port all the games from that over to like future generations. And it was like, yo, it's like those fans in that console. Oh my god, so loud! Hey, don't knock yeah, it. It was man. like a jet engine. 
Yeah. I'm still playing with my. Uh... What do they look like, Jimmy? Dorks. <laughs> they look like a couple of dorks. <laughs> ha ha ha! You're clove, mother. A dork with two PS5s. Clips huh? clips <laughs> All right. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Last one. Fuck, I can't believe we're an hour into the show already. We didn't even start the show yet. Oh, we're fucked at it. <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm panicking because we didn't get too much news. All of a sudden, XM has Batman Day today. I don't even know what they're thinking. Batman, it's not even Batman Day today. Whatever. Well, don't get me started. It's like John's in witness protection because he always cuts off his face. And, like, we're just looking at his ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I was just thinking the same thing, man. That's hilarious. It's this fucking camera. Hold on. Uh, that and garbling his voice, too. There. Is that better? Well, that's yeah, a stupid better. internet. Well, don't worry. I'm going to call. more. I don't know if I'd say it's better. But... I'm going to call. John isn't actually from Canada. He's from New York. I'm going to call fucking Rogers tomorrow. You're going to see. I'm going to call this fucking Rogers tomorrow. They're going to come here. I'm going to tell them. I'll tell him where to go to fix this internet. Anyways. <laughs> go. Hurry up. Choose. <laughs> go. Hurry up. Yeah, I swear, you better not fuck Hold this on, up. I'm, I'm still <laughs> doing my long division. <laughs> <laughs> it was the grunt as you said it, Pudge. That's what, that's what sold me on. I will. <laughs> if you answer this wrong... This will determine whether you stay on the show tonight. Are we talking about the the actor and like the in the role? Right, the actor, the, the movie. Right. No, no, you decide. Don't no. tell them. Don't tell them. Just figure it. I'm talking. To, I'm talking. Yeah, you figure it out. I'm not telling the movie. It's two Batmans on the screen. Okay. What did you? Who did you like better for the listeners? Batman. I'll go Bale Batman. Okay, I didn't even finish giving the description, but okay, it's Batman versus the rest. Bale. I know, but you know, Brenton, it's not just about you, you entitled sack up at the... Okay. That's right. Okay, so Brenton went, uh, who did he go? Bale Batman. Why'd you say that name? Bale Batman. Okay. How about you, Matt? Uh, I'm going Affleck. Oh, you hate it. Okay, Matt's off the show. Anyone else want to come on the show? We got a spot to film. <laughs> okay. All right. Affleck. Affleck. How about you, uh, Buck? Oh, it's easy, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with Vale. Uh, okay. I I don't care who Martha is or like whether he bleeds or not. This guy. Put this, put this whole franchise. Well, but now you're getting the into the movie, not the yeah. Like... It's not the movie. An actor's portrayal of the character is that what we're talking about? It's it's, way too it's open. To what? Listen to me, Joe. It's very simple, you guys. This world nowadays, everything's so critical. Two Batman on the table. All right, you go up to a table. There's two Batman on the table. What are you picking? It's not. No, it's who cares not, about it's, the movie? No, it's way too Batman. big. You could you could put you could put pictures of two different famous beautiful <laughs> women. One yeah. I may want to bed, and the other one I want to take to dinner. I would like to so, take Meryl Streep to dinner, but no. I'd like to take Sandra Bullock to bed. Sandra Bullock. Okay, there's a difference. Oh, what happened to Scourge? You're cheating on Scourge. No, Pudgy's turning this Sandra into Bullock. Oh, I picked two older women, two comparable older women. Okay. Well, Pudgy's now Mr. Seasons. Anyways, <laughs> just pick a Batman. Of the game. Fuck. 
Do we need a gap analysis? We don't need. I'm going with the bleed. Well, if she's young enough. Oh, no. I'm going with the one that bleeds. Batfleck. I hate to see this. Phoenix. Batfleck's going to eat the veil for breakfast, man. That's all I can say. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. We're losing half the panel right now. How about you, Brandon? I take Batman. You take Batman? Yeah, nice. All right. Uh,. Batfleck. Yeah, I'm shocked, to be honest. Oh, God, who's left? Man. Do I even give a shit who's left? Who's left? Anybody? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I hope I hope they restore the Snyderverse. And like you guys get to be disappointed all over again. Well, everybody likes Batfleck. I gotta rewatch that movie because maybe I wasn't I was on another I, planet. I, I swear to Which God, one? man, I'm like I, I don't know. The Nolan movies are better, but I like Bat I, I like Ben Affleck's version of Batman of the character. I feel he's that. branding feel people that. with the freaking bat symbol. I hate Batfleck as Batman. I hate him <laughs> completely. I don't like <laughs> one thing about Batfleck as uh, Batman. His introduction we, in BVS, he crawls across the ceiling like a weird freaking <laughs> demon thing. Like, no. what the hell is that? If we had gotten the, the the solo movie with him and Deathstroke and stuff, I think that could have ended up being the definitive Batman movie. Oh hell, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Doing guys. What well. ifs now, guys? What ifs? I'm not even. I used to love what if comics, man. Batfleck pretty much won here. This shocking, but all right. I no, think I we can't. can all agree that Sandra Bullock won the day. <laughs> we're gonna move into we're gonna move into news. Put here. two milfs up there, and we'll we'll, we'll have another. Oh, I don't, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> what? Uh, well, we know Pudgy's taking Christmas <laughs> to dinner. I, oh, that was oh, okay. Yeah, that happened. I hate you all. Uh, Batfleck. <laughs> How the fuck does Batfleck win? By a landslide. I would have chosen George Clooney over Batfleck. But... Oh, man. This is all you, John. You're the one who chose the panelists oh. today. So... Guys, we're going to get into the news. Sideshow Collectibles. I can't believe an hour in. We're only getting here now. Anyways, Frankie Reborn statue. This is by Sideshow. Uh, teaming up with Olivia de Berardini artist uh pinup artist a uh, price point coming in at 695 an edition size is to be determined and we're looking at august to november 2023 uh this has a little bit of everything it has metal polystone pvc measuring at 16.5 inches tall and 17.3 inches wide i know i remember when this came out you were pretty excited about it um buck are you still on the fence with it or are you a fan Okay with the, the price point? What are you thinking? The haze over my eyes cleared after I saw the price. Um, I'm not so infatuated anymore. But um, it still looks nice. But, uh, you know, I looked at my entire list of stuff that I want to get, and this is not worth it on that. It looks cool, though. I'm not going to buy it. What, what would have been the golden price point area for you? What would have been that I, golden... 550 to 5, 590. What so this 100 bucks, eh? Yeah. This is like okay. 690 or something. 695. 695. This is, this, is, this is $700. And then you add tax and shipping. No. No. Well, just wait for seconds. It'll be 595. It's Maybe. probably on you seconds know. already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know that's not a bad point. We'll see. We'll see
what is worth it wait then? till wait till uh was it their spooktacular whatever that thing is that i bet you this will probably be on a sale or something see this is kind of the where we get shafted and it's like we ask for i don't know i, I nothing can ever be because we are different this is different but then they give us that price point like artistically this is stunning but and i understand the materials they use metal and so forth but damn at that price point i don't know if i could get behind it do you think any of that's actually metal yeah they've come out and say some of the workings are metal okay <laughs> they have like a pin one pin in it that's metal yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a paper clip stuck yeah, exactly. to the bottom of the base don't it's think they will lose stock moving. remaining already you guys are giving them way too much yeah. credit it's like metal shavings and yeah. Jeez. <laughs> they meant metal like metal like yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh, Jeff saying Sideshow has ten percent off in stock this weekend. Yeah, I don't think go. this will this won't take into effect yet because it's not in stock, right? It'd be up for pre order? Oh correct. That is a beautiful piece. Jerry Jerry's saying there's no licensing tied to this. What's up with the price? It's probably the artist fees. She usually, whenever they sell her art prints, they're usually more expensive than the other art prints on their website. So uh, I, I imagine because of there's some kind of prestige to her name or something, even though I don't, uh, I, don't I don't see it. But like, yeah, maybe that's why it's so expensive. The artist is tied to it. It's a nice piece, but. Anyone else interested or on the fence about it or? No. Nope. No. Not for me. Easy pass. No. Uh, Fe- I thought Phoenix was going to grab one for sure. No, man. I think <laughs> the only people will be interested in this if they're a fan. But other than that, I mean, I, I can't imagine how how can you. I mean, it's. it's yeah, I don't have I, a problem with the piece artistically. It's just, it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. it's different. <clears throat> is this a sexy lady? I hope the ES is very high so I can catch it on the aftermarket for cheap. Oh, I mean, it's sideshows, so they're going to make about 14,000 of them. Maybe 11. Depends on pre-orders. If, if, if not enough people get it, then it might not be so lucky. Next up on the docket, we got um, Trapjaw. Uh, Trapjaw Legends Maquette by Tweeterhead. This is coming in fifth scale at a price point of 655 We don't have an edition size yet. October to December 2023. Um Beautiful. Stands up on a Snake Mountain themed base. The all-inclusive Trapjaw comes with two swap-out portraits, one featuring his modern spiked helmet, and one with a more classic rounded appearance for collectors to choose from. He additionally features a swap-out modernized blaster as well, uh, the weapon arm, and a reinvented hook arm, making him deadlier than ever before. Wow. I think it's a beautiful, line... like, accurate, the like, classic accurate piece. It's gorgeous. Anyone in on this line? No. I, can't, I don't no, know. I want it. No. I want, I want it so badly, pieces. but I don't think I can do it. If yeah, I if... were, this would be the thing that would probably pull me in on it. No, give it a tweet ahead. They're, they're stepping up their game. Yes, sir. Okay. Just looks like Trapjaw had an accident with that one picture that has that stuff dripping down. This is oh. for you, Mark. Maybe he did. Like, don't judge. <laughs> you don't know his life. <laughs> He's this is the scat episode. 
<laughs> I didn't walk a day in his shoes. I'm sorry. <laughs> the swap outs are you get the portraits of their arm. Fifth cool. scale, bang for the buck at 655. It's pretty tall. It's 20 inches, and he's a beefy guy. So it's like the size of a lot of quarter scales from Sideshow. Yeah. Yeah, but you I mean, it's on par with the Mythos wide. line, which is fifth scale, so. I'd pay 650 Do for this. Would you? Yeah. I, I think this is more impressive than the previous statue. I agree. The the what patina is nice on the yes. Yeah. Yeah, Tweeterhead's killing it. Yep, they are. Well done, Tweeterhead. Please keep out doing yourselves. I can't wait to see Beastman. Merman looked good too. Yeah, he's awesome as well. Merman yeah. was the one that really made me start looking at the company differently. Yep. We saw it at the expo. Uh, next, we talked about this last week, so it went up for pre-order. The uh, Two-Face print by Florian Bertmer. Unframed, you could pick it up at not for 95 and framed 280 I like this print. I more put it on the show because I'm disappointed that the fact that we didn't get the premium format to go with it yet. Yeah. I'd like a nice, a nice Two-Face premium format, I think. That's sell quick. Long, no? long overdue. Yeah, yep. long overdue. Don't understand the, kind of the delay on they... that, too. Oh, good. I was going to say, I don't understand the delay on a character like that because just visually it would be such a, an interesting, I think, topic for any artist to tackle. You know? It's a character that they might be holding off for uh, for October, though. So then, well, I'm not saying definitely, but I but could see that could, happening. If it doesn't be. happen in October, then I would question if it's going to happen at all. At all, yeah. We'll get one eventually. How how long? Like, will we have to wait? Indeterminate. Would you be into a good uh, DC line, Matt? I mean, yeah, I mean, I would, uh, but you know, I don't know if. No, not really. I don't think I'd do a line. I just there's a few characters that I would, that I like that I would actually get. So. Okay. We'll probably see another Wolverine before we see this. I oh, well, well, definitely see. Yeah, that's what's like. I'd be. I would like them to do it. I said like more. I mean, that character I feel like needs to be represented more too. Mm -hmm. Me personally, I'm invested in. Uh, Prime one one third scale DC figures. I've got a Batman coming. I've got the Jorge Jimenez Joker. I'm gonna do that. Uh, the Penguin too. So I would like to have, you know, a really good Two Face, but I'd want it in third scale and done by a company like Prime One rather than going back to quarter scale for, for Sideshow. Yeah. I just if they were to do this, I'd love to see how they're gonna engineer that coin to stay up in the air from us. That's kind of cool if they could figure out a way to do that. A little acrylic piece or something. Who the hell knows? Sure. Yeah. You know how to do it? Huh? Put two magnets in it. Oh, geez. Yeah. Polarized. Yeah. That's One magnet in the thumb and then the... One in the coin. Yeah. And that way that the it'll, it'll sit there and it'll just bob on its own. That'd be cool. We'll see what they do if they even give it to us. I think we deserve it. Right, we're entitled to it, right? Oh, 
Do you see what I did there? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here's another print just to mention quickly because of the show that's been going on. She-Hulk. Uh, this isn't up for order yet, but uh, uh, stay tuned onto their page. It's going to go up for order. Only 200 made. You guys have been watching the show? Yep. I have not. No, no. And yeah. the first episode Everything was I've good. Heard. It sounds like they should have did an art print with her twerking. Would have been oh, <laughs> don't even get me started. So disappointing. Uh, first episode was like, okay, you're like, Ugh. but now it's Disney is just. It's not, it, all right, but it's not Disney because if you read the She-Hulk comics, the show is the She-Hulk comics, like oh. to a T. You, you tell the, me, the you t- find me a comic where she's twerking and then we'll we'll talk. I guarantee you we could find that. I'm not, find, I'm not you even find kidding. It. That's your mission. <laughs> okay. Please. I have to do a Google oh. image search. Hulk, it, well, right it. now, it'll only be coming up from the, the show. But um, I mean, even Dan Slott, who is you know a well-known and respected Marvel writer who has written hundreds of Spider-Man issues, Whoa. has also written more issues. He even <laughs> tweeted out and, and put it on Whoa. Instagram. He said... I've written more issues of She-Hulk than any uh, anybody on this planet, and the first four episodes that they sent out that he saw, he said, are one hundred percent like in line with the books. So well, it, it's not, you don't have to like it, but we can't hey, say let's it's not back accurate. Up to where you like said Dan Slott is like you know respected. Dan Slott is a very well-respected writer. What are you talking about? We're, we're gonna save. We gotta slot. save that for the comic oh, show, guys. We gotta no. save that for the comic show. What? Dan you Slott really has, dislike Dan Slott that much? Dan Slott has some stuff that's like worth reading. He's and he's he like one of the worst people in comics. Okay, listen. Oh, you're crazy. We're gonna save that for the comic show <laughs> at the end of the month. The comic <laughs> show. All right. Like I don't know if Dave Slot's good. If I don't know, I know this show is horrible, and that's what's there to say. Is this show is horrible? I haven't watched it. I can't speak on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tweeterhead gave us a little preview of the Aquaman six scale maquette that they're gonna be releasing. They're going to do it in quarter scale as well. Uh, but wow. here is the tease for the six scale. I don't know. A few of you guys were feeling this, uh, especially with the swap out portrait. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in this one. In six or quarter? In sixth. In okay. Sixth. How about you, Buck? Buck is. I'm not sure what song Buck is doing. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Can't believe you guys. Some people know it. Some people know. I did not. I did not recognize that theme. What is that? What is that theme? That's from the Justice League animated series. Oh, okay. The they did a couple, quite a couple years. I don't know, man. That did not sound anything like that. Matt, what? Matt's like, I don't know what. Sound like he was going, what what the fuck? <laughs> I thought he was going longer than for a second. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Dan Slot, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Alright guys, get your Aquaman. 
in your collection. I'm still doing long division. Purgatory, PCS well, showed some production oh, photos of Purgatory Third Scale. That's coming out. Um, PCS came out and made a statement saying, PCS is back to pushing production faster. Looks like the Purgatory is done early, leaving the factory next month, just in time for Halloween. Be sure to order yours now. It's looking good. Good paint on the wings. Yeah, the veins. You can see the little veins on the wings. Yeah. They did really well. Hopefully there's a decent amount of depth like that in the skin tone as well. Mm -hmm. I know Cash was excited for this one. But yeah, I can't wait to see in the people's collection. So if you have her on the way, be sure to share some photos. Now this one we're going to banter a little back and forth here. Um, because I know some people have stuff to say here. And I know it's old news, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. Sideshow put the addition size for the Mythos Vader, the new Mythos Vader, to a total of 11,000 max between the two, exclusive and the regular. The exclusive has... 4,500 and the regular has 6,500. So after they put out these uh, edition sizes, how fast did you guys go and pre-order it? I already had it pre-ordered wow. before they announced the edition sizes. So. And you didn't cancel? No. <laughs> I like it. Can you cancel? And I, I like it. I want it. I think the Kacharik brothers nailed this. And But the thing is, if they tell you the edition size and in advance, then I can look at this and be like, okay, look, I know resale value is going to be shit because there's going to be 11,000 of these out there, but do I like it enough visually that I don't care about that? And the answer is, yeah, it looks cool and I want to have it in my collection. So I buy it knowing that I'm not going to have any resale value on it and I'm okay with it. Yeah, if Anyone you love else? It, why not? You know that I'm all for that. Oh, let's all fucking like hold hands and sing "Kumbaya." Sounded <laughs> <laughs> a little bit entitled there, John. I mean, the thing is, if you if you if you put a pre-order down and then on this because oh, I really like this piece, and then the edition size comes out and then you cancel it, did you really like it that much in the first place? Okay, so when I say that, I say number one, don't pre-order right away. Always, when it comes to sideshow, and number unless they give you the edition size ahead of time, and number or two, or if you don't care edition size, yeah. But here's where you do care, and you might not. You might say you don't care, but everybody cares about this because nobody will say no to saving money. This goes up. This doesn't sell right away. You get thirty bucks off, fifteen bucks off, fifty bucks off, whatever. You're telling me you're not going to like that? No, depends but, uh, how much you want. Depends how much you want that break versus you really love that piece and you'd like to have it now. Also, right. is right. an extra 30 or 50 bucks of savings worth me getting it a year later, waiting for it exactly. to drop? It's like, no, I'll pay the 50 bucks if that means I'm going to have it a year before and I get to enjoy it for a year or, before that. But do you really think, hold on a second, do you really think this is going to go in stock and it's going to take a year to be discounted at 11000 This is going to be in Sideshow Seconds in the first two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Or someone will try to sell theirs a month after, and because it's still available everywhere, they'll like give it for way cheaper. 
And this I, is absolutely I, no hate towards people who pre-order this and are happy about it because it is a beautiful statue. It's just the point here is maybe we can say a little. I don't know. That's well, just the way I look at it. I'm also upset about the fact that you bamboozled me and taking my money now when I could have given it to you later. Yep. That's another thing, yeah. You took all that money to pre-orders. Now they got they got all the money that they need to make the deposit and make interest on your money to make the statue. Sorry, I mean, man. You I already mean, knew the the like uh, method, you know. They take pre-orders. There's no ES. Depending on the pre-orders, they set their ES. You knew that's what the, you knew the game. Yeah, that, I mean like, that's that's just par for the course. That's yeah. that's yeah. But guys, eleven we eleven thousand's a lot. That's it fine. Is, I agree. It's a it's a crazy high pre-orders. ES. Yeah, they didn't get eleven thousand pre-orders. No, no, no. They don't get 11,000 pre-orders. Maybe they got 7,000 and they're like, we're going to add... Uh, yeah, they're always going to order way... They're always going to manufacture way more than they yeah. got for pre-orders because they plan on selling... I mean, the same thing with like the life-size Grogu. You know, I was on... I think I was on a stream and Arch, Archer brought up a good point. He said one of the reasons why they may have gotten a, a, a high number is because it may have been the deal that they cut with the with the... Uh, studio to produce so many of them which increased their profit margin so if they did like maybe eight thousand they'd have to pay x amount for the statues to be produced but if if you bumped it up to eleven thousand they get a bigger discount mm-hmm. so but, but still they wouldn't be able to do that like unless like people wanted to buy a lot so a lot of people have to pre-order it you know yeah exactly set a es this large yeah and with but, the show and everything i'm sure the pre-order skyrocketed yeah, but you, you also got to look at it like yeah. this. Sideshow puts out, I mean, you're talking about Darth Vader. So it's like the two main characters of Star Wars is Darth Vader and Darth Maul. They put out a Darth Vader, what, two two Darth Vaders a year? I mean, how many Darth Vaders have they done? It's Darth Vader. They're going to keep doing Darth Vader and they could care less about the community. It's just about putting out a another another's character. But that's also a point where you're look, where like for me anyway, I'm looking at the art and it's like, yeah, they put out a lot of Vaders. But this is the only one that the Kucharik brothers have done, and I—they're some—they're my favorite, you know, when it comes to sculptors, and I really like this piece. And at the end of the day, it's like I know that resale value on sideshow-made statues is not what it was before. So I'm not looking at it for the ES or the resale. I'm looking at it straight up and down. Do I like this, and would I like mm-hmm. to see it in my collection? And if the answer is yes then I'll pre-order it and I roll the dice on, you know, the ES and the resale value later if I decide that I want to try and move it out of my collection. But I mean, you, anybody who's buying sideshow statues these days, expecting a low ES or high resale value down the road, you're fooling yourself because it just ain't going to happen anymore. Yeah. It's just a roll of the dice. You never know. And like, if, if you do want that, if you care about the ES, then wait, like, cause like they'll show you, and it'll still be available to pre-order yeah, even after that's a good shown point. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. if you if you don't have to pre-order something immediately, like it comes out, you wait. You could have easily waited to see the ES, and now it's clearly still available. Even if the ES was set at one thousand overall, it would still be available to pre-order right now because they always add more than the pre-orders they get initially. So it's always best if you're someone who's concerned about ES, just wait, wait it out until they announce the ES and then you can pre-order then. Regular, I think they should have done the the regular one with uh, 
whatever they wanted, 11, 20, whatever. And then the exclusive with the swap outs, that should have been a low ES. Do the regular version, open. Everyone, you appreciate it artistically? Beautiful. Go ahead and appreciate it. You got 11,000 here to appreciate. But then the exclusive, when you're putting an exclusive at 4,500, that's for me, that's pretty high. They should do like a super What's exclusive super about extra. it? Nothing. Why are you like, throwing don't exclusive don't throw the word retailer. exclusive no but it's exclusive to the retailer that's what it means right exclusive to sideshow yeah to sideshow yeah that's but the, yeah that's what it means we all know that's what it means it doesn't mean yeah that but it's well uh, let's that's what, that's what it means meant. no it, that's what it's always meant to be but uh, exclusives previously um we're always tied to a lower edition size well, it is lower. It's lower than the collector. Well, I'm saying much lower, Brenton. Let's get on the same track, Brenton. Much lower. So my proposition, my proposition to my proposition to solve to solve world peace here, because this whole artsy fartsy stuff is make the regular a high edition size. You want to do an exclusive? Just have an option with a lower edition size to make everybody happy. Right. I think would, would, would it make to make John happy? Not everybody. Would people complain though? What would you care if you appreciate the art behind it, Joe? You don't care yeah. about exclusives or, or exclusivity. Yeah. They make your regular version or whatever, and then they have the exclusive with a lower. The, what, what, what makes the exclusive exclusive? Like a portrait. The swap outs. Maybe the maybe the okay, and maybe those swap outs are what I prefer. Well, then you better get your ass up early so you can pre-order when that uh, pre-order goes up. So, so it doesn't make everybody happy. Well, it makes you, you happy. Well, we're here. <laughs> we're now gonna do world peace for. It's not gonna make uh, me happy because bad I can fleck, out motherfucker, on it. bad fleck. It's the same thing. <laughs> fucking get your ass off the toilet, you. Fucking... Oh man. Or maybe, or maybe, maybe there's a version where you just give it like a cool little gold sticker on the chest to say, Whatever. "Oh, it's a special one." But you know you that give... the uh, the exclusive. The retail, you can't buy it. Uh, uh, local comic stores, they can't buy the exclusive. You have to no. order from SciShow. That's the thing. No. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Although some, there uh, will be a lot of shops that will like buy one as an individual. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. and like buy an exclusive. So not they're not a dealer. They buy an exclusive mm -hmm. from SideShow. And then they put it for, up for sale in their shop. Yeah. And they'll just raise the yeah. price a little bit. So They buy it as that, a customer, not as a distributor. Yeah. Right, and then they're just reselling it in their shop. So you can still get your hands on exclusives, even if it's not directly through Sideshow. It's just not as easy to do, but it's still doable. But And like you'll be able to do it with this being such a high, yes, you'll be able to get it in local shops, even in the with the deluxe. Or the, the vast majority of the 11,000 of these albums will be sold, are going to be sold to people who are not the micromanagers in this hobby like we are. There are people right. that are going to see this statue in in a Disney World or in some gift shop. They're going to see it, they're going to like it, and they're going to get it. The same this people is... who will spend $700 on a $250 yeah. six-scale figure at Disneyland because they see yes. it and they think, oh, like, exactly. yeah, because they don't know the, the pricing and stuff. But Jerry even said in the chat, too, these are going to be made in runs, in batches. Mm -hmm. And sure. just because they say they're going to make 11,000 of them, doesn't mean they're actually going to make all 11,000. 
So why when you, you get you your, your, what are you talking you about? You when you get your shipment in your base, it's going to say seventy-two of eleven thousand, yeah, or whatever forty-five hundred of, of sixty-five hundred. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying go, that they're not necessarily going to make them all. So are you going to say, Matt? I was just saying, you know, just why why we make it put an ES on it? Just sell it. Yeah. You're you gonna go. do that? Just sell it. You're trying to keep an open edition size. Yeah, you're just reaching the public. People are gonna buy. It and just yeah. Don't put it. Don't put a number on it. Just sell it as you know, just a statue. Remove well, edition sizes. I already started doing that with John's statues. In general, yeah. sideshow should just get rid of ESs because they're oh, yeah, so right. high anyway that you can just be like, exactly. "Hey, this is almost sold out." Like, let people and you know. Right. So yeah. I agree with that. Not all the time. Sometimes they're not that high. It depends. Well, I mean, I can't remember the last time they did one that this was is, less than twenty five hundred. Um, Thor's this, this is this is Polly, like recent this, the guy from Star Wars. What's his name? Moff Gideon. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, that portrait looked like melted wax anyway. Yeah, but that that Thor uh, is only eight fifty. Yeah, that Thor, Black Widow, the uh, Taskmaster. Jerry, um, really? They were that low? Stuff like break yeah, it down for you. Yeah, they're really low, lower than two grand, two thousand combined. I just feel like there's a way to make everybody happy, but they're going one-sided. It's not gonna last, though. I'll tell you that. You'll see. Long term, this is not gonna last. This this is the polystone version of a. This is a polystone version of a four hundred one k for this company. They'll sell these. It'll it may take them a couple of years, but just like the seven thousand Batman's before. And all these stuff. This is a Darth <laughs> Vader. It's a license to print money. They'll eventually sell that. It may take years, yeah. but they'll get everything back. And if you think about inflation, like someone said in the in the panel right here, that they may have gotten a great deal at getting more of them cheaper because they made a bigger run. Mm -hmm. And three years from now, maybe the labor costs and everything have doubled. So they sell those paying today's dollars. At a different, you know, at, with a cheaper rate than having to have them made later on. So. The point here is if you're not in a rush, don't pre-order it. If you're okay to wait yeah. where you can save some money, don't pre-order it. That's all. Because you're going to be able if, to save money. If you love this statue and you have the money and you want to be one of the first people to proudly Day display one. it in your home, buy Day it. One. Yeah. But if you're someone coming in worried about, oh, is it going to go? Is it going to this? Is it that? You're no experience. This is going to sit for a while. You know, my only concern is with making so many is that it may have some QC things. Like, there's going to be stuff that slips through. I think because the ES is so large, if anything like that happens, they'll fix it on the next batch. Probably. And you'll also be able to get replacements pretty quickly. Again, with such a high ES, they're going to manufacture the shit out of this with backups and stuff. So if you get a damaged piece, you'll get it taken care of fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, 11,000 ES, um, 9,999 sold on Sideshow Seconds. <laughs> you know, if we, if, we keep, if we keep touting the wonders of Sideshow, sideshow Seconds... Jesus, what are you stuttering? Sideshow Seconds? Too much alliteration. Listen, John, let me tell you something. <laughs> if we keep touting that, that page, <laughs> I'm not going to try and say it. I, I would be surprised if they do away with it. They should do away with it. It's fucking crap. No, no, no it's, I, not, it's not crap. It's good. 
It's actually good uh, because people have been able to get a every whole, stream. Uh, we're telling everybody to wait, buy, buy one dent exactly. for dollars less. Eventually, <laughs> they may say, "You know what? Fuck this." They're, gonna they're catching on. The box. Yeah, but maybe this uh, Star Wars is covering the size of seconds on the money you're losing. Two seconds. <laughs> I, 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 I think the collectibles like, version of Best Buy open box. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I think we're over over singing the praises of like Sideshow Seconds. They don't have that much in stock anymore. You know, you gotta wait for a piece to come, and then someone someone else might snag it before you. If there's like fifty people waiting for seconds, they're not gonna be all get from seconds. You know? Bucks are not just seconds; they're Sideshow Seconds. Yeah. Bucks are witness protection too, man. Yeah. <laughs> Bucks starting to look like where's Waldo if you that's an old reference. Uh, he's disappearing. He's slowly getting eaten by his keyboard. He's like the guy. What's that he's hiding behind his own name? It's like the worst possible witness protection. Just like, you can't see me, oh, yeah. but you can read my name right in front of my face. Uh, <laughs> What is it, home improvement where the guy hides behind the fence? Yes, yes, yes. Wilson with the name Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> oh my god. Heidi Ho neighbor. Flanders. That's why okay. I'm relocating again. What's your next subject, John? <laughs> we got hey, Queen Sue. What's your next slide? Here. Need a hand? <laughs> oh man. You got the giggle this fucking 12.30 in the morning. Anyways, uh, Alita, Battle, Alita Battle Angel. This is the yeah. one-to-one um, collectible arm statue Did a great oh, job by Queen man. Studios. Uh, coming in at a price point of $7.99, Q4 2023. Now we're talking. Edition size, 300 guys. So is it hand job or what? <laughs> <laughs> It's called a handy. Yeah, we just go handy. Yeah, All right, guys, let's get this shit together. I, I saw this on display in my proctologist office. <laughs> Brenton, we can't have like hand job talk and then you turn your camera off. Like that's suspect. Please turn it back on. I can't get over the shy show seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yes, Jeff Morris, this arm does go with the love sack. Oh my oh god. god. He should be clutching gently. No, in the love but honestly, do we have any uh, Alita sack. fans on the panel? Hell yeah. I haven't watched a movie yet, so I don't know. It was okay. actually, I really enjoyed the movie, and, mm, I, and the six scale bad. is great. I, I would have yeah. liked a larger, like a good statue. I didn't really find one that I fell in love with, but if there was, I definitely would have uh, gone for it. Prime what what will sell first, these ball. 300? What will sell first, these 300 hands or the 11,000 Vaders? Oh, man. It might be the Vaders, to be perfectly honest, because I really enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah, I did too. But I'm not an anime not, person. But, yeah. This is not iconic enough like the Terminator arm for yep. it, it to yep. sell. It, it, it was a, an odd choice. They would have been better off with like a full-on like statue with this body before it gets destroyed something like mm -hmm. that the, it, mm -hmm. this just doesn't make sense the same way you know a t800 arm does right or you never know maybe they know their market really well and this is pretty big in china would be oh and it yeah, yeah definitely and, and what do you say the yes is what 300 
Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the majority of those will be overseas. They won't be North American collectors, yeah. but um, yeah. I mean, at least they didn't, you know, make more than three hundred because that would be hard to sell. But yeah, are you? Um, did you get to watch Alita, Matt? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, saw it a couple times, but you know, like you said, this is there's. I, I don't even remember what this handle was, the scene, what this was from. So it's just not iconic enough for me. Right, for me. To, you know, to be some of the purchase. Like you said, I mean, I'd rather have a Terminator T800 over this. Yeah, exactly. It's not as iconic as the uh, T800. But yeah, I think there's a lot of Alita fans. I know the guys like Zach and them, they're fans over there. It was a good movie, a good action movie. But uh, yeah. I don't know if I need yeah. representation necessarily in that collection. Like I always want to see, uh, I always want to see, and I don't know if they ever made one. Was a uh, quarter scale of Hit Girl from from uh, the Kick Ass. A quarter, a quarter. Oh, scale. Oh. I, I, I could have sworn he just said a quarter scale of Hitler. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Hit, oh, oh, hit, hit, girl. hit, hit girl. I got you. I got you. Hit girl. That was awkward. I, I just yes. want to see all of That's you guys. What I thought are, I heard. All of you guys are anime fans now. Alita's an anime. That was, Alita was anime. I'm, yeah, that's oh, what the, it that. was based on. I'm not an anime yeah. fan, but I just I liked the oh, movie. No, I liked the live the action. She movie. got the big eyes and she's got the face, the anime face. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, I hated the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. The, a, little, a little bit like Rollerblade. It was for me. I actually really enjoyed the movie. And Christoph, a, what's his name? Christoph Waltz. He always does a good job as well. It was well done. Yes. Yeah. We also have um, so Queen Studios showed some production photos of the quarter scale Captain America getting ready, and you, Brandon, you have the half scale coming, right? Yeah. Yeah, this looks like this is a nice piece. Even a quarter scale, it's looking really good. Little army of caps there. Bam! Just like that, eh? You put them together just like that. Boom. That look, I mean, that looks really, really good. Yep, looks excellent. It would be cool yeah. if they made a like a Winter Soldier or Black Widow companion piece to go with this one. Honestly, I wonder if si- I wonder if Sideshow's in the post a picture of like this with eleven thousand Vaders. What do you think? Jeez, no, no. I, I think you have to be a, uh, a movie fan to like this one, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. I kind of appreciate more the a little bit more of the comic look Let's than the like, movie for me personally. I mean, the price 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 tons of collectors are MCU are like film oh. collectors right now. You know, that's where a lot of people are getting their first exposure to some of these characters and stuff. So I still think there's a big market for this kind of piece. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I think that most of the most people I know, kids now, it's from the MCU. It's not right. from the comic books. Yeah. So just that's no. old guys, right? Old that's all comics. depends on the parenting, of course, right? Also Nobody? true. Jeez. Parenting? Yeah. Like I w- <laughs> I've raised my I w- kids to read comic books, so I know what there he you go. Mm-hmm. My nomination for Father of the Year. <laughs> comic books are... I didn't... I didn't really get into the books. It was more the movies. Now I'm starting to look at the books and being like, 
yeah, this is where it's at for me personally. Uh, I well, hear so, um, Dan Slott is a great um, writer. <laughs> yeah, start start off reading. How about all you, you Matt? Young, all you young kids are so salty on Dan Slott. <laughs> Matt, you're a, more of a comic guy, no? Than the movie? Uh, you know, I'm kind of like both. I mean, yeah, both? I read the, read, read the comics, and it's good to see it come, some version of it come to life on the movie screen. Yeah. So, you know, you, as a young kid, you know, you read, read the comics a lot, but then... Uh, Seeing it on the screens is cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, to see the the characters come to life, depending on what character you're looking at, yeah, it was enjoyable. Right. And we got to see uh, a collector as well in hand got the Black Widow. I think the anatomy of the body is spot on. The portrait, it's there, needs a little bit of work. The hair is nice too. Who's that supposed to be? <laughs> oh my gosh! Just throwing, out the, throwing out the zingers today, Brent. I thought it was Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh, I like right, the picture on. on the right. I thought they did a good job with it. Good you think so? I, I like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I no, think I'm... you said you said it's there. I mean, it could use a little bit of work, but for the most part, you can look at that and tell who that is. I think what Buck said with the lighting. It's got some angles that are really good and then others that you lose it a bit, but... Yep. But now you get me. I don't lose it, but it just kind of like, you know... Like you said, it could be better, but... Our our eyes look dead. Do you guys agree? Well, well, in the last movie, she kind of... Oh, man. I guess Buck's used to that look. (laughs) That's dark. Oh, yeah, do you, you guys think because of the, the I was just trying to hurt costumes from the, the costume? Would so you guys just assume that that this is uh, Scarlet? Because I mean, if, if you're MCU fan and that's all you know of yeah. the character and you've seen mm-hmm. her in the movies, wouldn't you kind of like, oh yeah, that's the first yeah. thing you think of and give you a pass Absolutely. pretty fast? Well, that photo on the right with that lighting, I think looks great. It's more the close-up ones. There's something with her nose, I think, is a little bit pointy. But that, with that lighting, that looks very good. Very well done. What, Jeff? I think he meant to say she's doing long division in her head. Her head, not her dad. Her dad. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the mother of all typos right there. Oh, that's great. That's well, well, that Jeff, just got congratulations. Awkward. You're getting clipped. Uh, probably. Let me write that one down. Um, okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on here to some news that Queen put out. Apparently, they're doing this new thing. Queen Studios, they're coming out with their own authentication system. So now you don't have to worry if Queen Studios collectible is genuine or not. Queen Studios authentication system is now available. So apparently, what happens? Like TGC. Well, what happens is for like XM maybe. Yeah, you f- you should find an authentication card inside of the your box, and then just follow the instructions and kind of register it. Well, not necessarily the register. You what you'll do is you'll put the code in on your computer or on the mobile phone, and it will tell you whether it's authentic or not. Yeah, I heard a lot of knockoffs like, from Queen Studios already. Yeah, it's not, it'll tell you that that card number is authentic. Exactly. Tell you it makes no sense. Yeah, for me, it doesn't make too much sense because then it's like if you're buying. 
if you're buying off of somebody, what are you going to get them to check the number before you? You're going to get you to give you the yeah. number before you. You know what I mean? It's I mean, yeah, this is the same really. system that is like when you buy like a you know an external hard drive and it's got the little registration product warranty card thing and you just go on and you you know register it or you like it's okay yeah like you said it's going to verify the card but if you're buying this off another like a reseller or something like that another collector like yeah uh, yeah i think this is just like a like a hey look what we're doing kind of thing that doesn't actually amount to anything doesn't even, it doesn't even really verify the card because it could just be a copy of a card of exactly unless it's a hologram card or something that's like a driver's license no, apparently it's you put in the number it says you put in the number and it's, it'll say authentic or not and it's like well i haven't seen any fake queen studios earth shattering yeah but apparently they had issues with that for uh the mask they did from the dark knight the clown mask mm, there are a bunch okay. of fakes flooding the market and that's Funny. what people are saying like these look better than your production um, oh but, shit really yeah, and so people were thinking maybe it had to do with maybe the their factory. There was a uh, people inside selling their shit. I mean, if somebody can make a knockoff that convinces me it's a Queen Studios to think, then more power to them. I'll I'll just guess I'll display that in my collection. Yes, it's nice to have, not necessarily needed, but um, <clears throat> damn. Well, now we got to start authenticating our statues. Holy man. What's next? You don't have to do it if they do like slideshow and they have such a large ES. All right, Buck. What's going on, Sean? Thanks for stopping by. Yo, yo, yo. What's going What's on, everybody? I guess it's like they say, better late than never. Hey, hey. I'm like Gandalf. I arrive precisely when I'm meant to, okay? Yeah, nothing like Gandalf. Well, <laughs> give, it a, give, it a few, give it a few years until my beard turns gray and we'll see. Then I'll be nothing like Suri and McKellen for sure. Jeez. XM Studios, they gave us some, I don't know what, what they're thinking over there. Um, Batman Day? Batman Day is not yet. It's coming up. I think the 17th or something like that. But it's not yet. We're in the countdown to Batman Day. But whatever. They're celebrating. I'm all for it. Um, they put out... Yeah, Batman versus your wallet. Yeah. They put this... Jeez. They put this photo out the other day. <laughs> And it took me forever until today I saw pictures of what what this could have been. Uh, but they gave us this little tease. And we know what it is now. They were like, oh, turn your phone upside down. And the hint was 130th. So they have like their gallery. And it's showcasing their Batman pieces, their DC pieces. So here's some teases as to what we're, we've gone so far. So the hint, the answer to the hint was Batcave. So this is the 130th scale Batcave that they're doing. Which I don't know a lot of people aren't fans, but I think it's pretty cool. It's looking good. Look, make, you got all the. Are they gonna make one thirtieth scale figures to put in there? Or anything they like have that? little figures and everything. From, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for the one to one. Like, look at that! You got the dinosaur, <laughs> the scent. You got Batman and his Batmobile. I don't, am I the only one digging this? No, I think it's awesome. awesome. I think it's I think cool. It's cool. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's sure something cool. very cool about it. Yeah, like it definitely has to fit into your collection and collection room. But like, if you've got the space for it, you want to like, yeah, it's it's. If you're a Batman yeah. fan, it's cool as shit. Mm -hmm. I think the Batman could be a little bit better. He needs a little work. Uh, at that scale, I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, who cares? 
I mean, it's like a Christmas ornament at that point, yeah, like that size. It's not yeah. like that's, that's, that's one thirtieth, man. It's that we that's going to be extremely hard to paint and make yeah, it look fantastic. Even. It's like a military model soldier. Yeah, it's going to be about two and a half inches. But for the price point and and my entitlement, it better come on nicely. What what is the price point? Did they announce? A price? No, they didn't announce it yet. But come on, can you imagine? But you're not you're not paying for the Batman figure in this. Like you're paying for everything else. The whole thing, you know. The, the price point is going to be terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot to paint in this, and oh, it's going to uh, be like six, seven thousand dollars, probably at least. You think so? You know, am I surprised oh, yeah. you can go lower than that? The, the level of intricacy for when it's smaller to make it to if they do this right. And it's being that it's much smaller scale to do this and have it not look like a toy and to be able to command a healthy price. It's, it's going to be something to pull off because yeah. if it's done right, <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's not wrong. Yeah. Shipping is, I mean, yeah. this is going to come in like six boxes. Oh, is it that big? It, it, this thing looks, it doesn't huge. look that big. It looks like it's like four it's feet tall. Yeah. Look at on the table. There were pictures of this when it was uh, oh, right, yeah, maybe, when it, it was unpainted, and there was fellas standing by it, and it was right about up to their to their head. Yeah, yeah but was that big. in the thirtieth scale already? But like, uh, yeah, this was the mock-ups yeah. of this. It's from several years ago, I think. Yeah, I saw yeah. it. I, I think it's gonna. I, 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 Titan. I think it's gonna be over five thousand, but I think five. I think that's the the floor. It's gonna be at least that much. Forty-five hundred. See, oh, you see, now you're just being antagonistic. No, no, no. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I feel like no, I got you, I got will you. surprise us and give us like a good price. No, I, I don't anticipate no, that. Good price. Who knows? <sighs> Do you feel like a good price on Maestro? Low. John, can you go back to that shot overall where you see it from the profile on, on the, I could, on the yeah. table? Most definitely, sir. There well, you go. See, like any idea of what the depth is on this? Because it looks like they made it with a flat back, so you could actually have this on a moderate shelf up against the wall. It's all about may... Yeah. 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 I think the price is going to be expensive because I think it's going to be the edition size is going to be very small. Yeah, who wants a flat back? <laughs> Such a delayed reaction. Call, call, call me tuna can. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it looks like it's being made on those. One by five. <laughs> oh my god! Bunch of children, man. Maybe that's uh, all Phoenix, you need, baby. Phoenix, uh, you're a, a Batman guy. How about you? Any interest? No, man. If I want to do this, I got my basement and deck it all out like a bat cave. What's the point of having this? I don't know. Just, just imagine having it in the corner, and then you have your one third on the other the, side. It's like Godzilla. What's the point of everything we do? <laughs> what's the, what's the point of having thing? a three foot Batman behind me? <laughs> this looks cool. This looks cool. What is that yeah. thing with the blue hat at the back? What the hell is that? That's uh, Scarface, Scarface or whatever his name is. Scarface? Tony Montana? Yeah. No, no. There's a villain no, in no. Batman. Scarface the, uh, with a puppet. Ventriloquist. Ventriloquist, that's all. It. It's the head. How dare you. Batman fans here. Man, didn't you I watch Batman the Animated I don't even see where we're looking. It looks I don't right. even know what you're talking about, Scarface, man. Okay, man. Okay, right that's, that's a horrible right. impression. Over there, I'm going to stick my tongue out at it. I got octopus coming out of my fucking <laughs> <laughs> Look like a lizard, man. Sensory overload. Fuck. 
I apologize for everybody's use of that. He really is Daredevil. Do you think they're going to sell the uh, life-size pieces as well, the suits? Because they had those in the picture as well. I don't know what I'm ever done life-size. I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll they'll enter that because they got the suits in there on display, like the life-size suits. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to. I focused more on the product. Uh, I don't know if they're going to touch the life-size suits. I think it was more of a museum-esque they were going for. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's a lot of showmanship. Yeah. So we'll see if this actually hits the market. But they're saying it's going to be modular. I think it's going to come... Maybe you'll be able to buy sections of the back gate as opposed to just... I believe that's what they said, yeah. You can yeah, just get piecing. your favorite section. Yeah. So, Brendan, you see that guy in the wall? Oh, John, can you go back one page? Scarface. that. Yeah, with that blue hat up against in the, the back. wall there. Giant head. Okay. That's what All we're right. talking about. Dag, Britain. You guys looking that far back? <laughs> looking to see if they swept. I mean, to be completely honest, I just said, okay. Like, I didn't actually see anything. Did they sweep the floor good enough? Yeah. I don't see any dust, so they must have dusted it. Looks like it's in a bat cave. <laughs> well, I think that's the whole point, Matt. Come on. Yes. I well, actually, like I, I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. This is embarrassing. When I was looking at these photos, I thought this was a miniature in, I thought, oh, just forget it. I thought the pic, <laughs> I thought the piece was a miniature. Yeah, you go to those. The larger thing. Oh. Uh, looks like the line in Disney, you know, when you go inside the, before yeah, Jarhead. Yes. All right, moving on. They also showed. So this is kind of like their gallery set up here. Uh, they showed this here. The what is this? The death metal Batman on bike. <laughs> and we finally get a full reveal of the samurai Riddler. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Me neither, but I wasn't even in the renders. The 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 Batman on bike's not bad. It's different. The death metal, yeah. it's cool. And then I don't know how. The... Sorry, I don't know how clear you're going to be able to see these photos, but and that's the thing that pisses. Like, you have such a beautiful setup here. You can't get someone to photograph this nicely Apparently. in time. Yeah. Like, but on the left, no, you just do you just mean closer? Like, why this photo, like, forever away? No, not necessarily. Closer and, and, like, why is it so hard? You're having an event. Why is it so hard to get pictures? From the bleachers. Quality photos. They're all blurry. But on the left, you can see, I don't know how well you can see it, but there's the white knight Joker in the middle. And on the left and on the right of him is the Harley Quinn from the white knight storyline that we saw the renders for. Apparently, she's coming in two versions. There's one in gray. And then the more uh, traditional kind of costume with the red. Lucky her, she's coming twice. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh, man. I'm telling you, man. Nice one, Brenton. Nice, dude. Thank, thank you, Brenton. You, you, Get it. you say the jokes that are in my head Get when it. I leave there. I'd like to know how Brenton became the jokester. Yeah. He's really Anyways. coming into his own. Yes, is I there, love it. Is there anyone here in the likes the samurai line? Or you guys think it's... Uh, 
I've liked some of them, but I haven't like I haven't bought any of them. Um, mm-hmm. This, I mean, this Riddler is not for me, but at the same time, it's good to see at least somebody doing a version doing of Riddler because there's just nobody out there doing Riddler statues. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. So J&D came out with another announcement. Like these guys, everyone's coming out with announcements here. I saw this this morning. J&D Platinum. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. 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 Okay, so J&D, what what they're going to be doing now is they're platinum line right and what this platinum line is they're saying for now so it doesn't interfere with production their regular production on their pieces this platinum line is going to be essentially one product a year and it's going to be apparently the highest of highest materials and and quality like the best of the best they're planning to use full body silicone so they haven't said what scale, they haven't said, they haven't given us any other information as just that the artists want to take more time on specific pieces and take more risks and do some R&D and that they want to make the bodies fully silicone. They're going to kick the line off. Where'd she go? Wonder Woman from Justice League. It's gonna be their first. Well, team. to be John, just to clarify, in their video, at least the way I interpreted it, he said each piece in the in this new platinum line would they would employ techniques that are brand new that they haven't been able to employ on previous statues, and this one in particular, because you can see the exposed arms, legs, everything, they were going silicone for like. The majority of the body that doesn't necessarily mean that like future pieces in this line will be full body silicone that's just what they're doing on this particular one at least that's the way i it came across to me yeah same way uh came across to me so like the next one they might employ like a different technique that they haven't been able to employ on other statues and it might you're jumping the gun though you're you're talking about the next one already i i was i don't even know what they're planning to do next the way I took it was, the way I took the way the videos c- described and done, is he's talking about the whole video. I'm essentially saying he's talking about Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, no, it's, sorry, it's just the way that you had said it. Uh, I thought you were saying that like this line is going to feature figure uh, statues that are all 100 percent like silicone. Well, but... We don't even. I don't even know if it's like. I don't even know if it's statue. Like even Danny, Danny posted one of the cha- chats thinking that this is going to be their figure line, right? Mm. They didn't come out and mention anything about I statues. Feel, I don't I think, think it's yeah, not. Man, I, had, I think it has nothing to do with it. I think it'll be a statue. People were speculating yeah. before the video like came out, and that's where all the figure talk came from. I feel. Yeah, but I don't what? think that there. No. I think if they were going to do figures, they would have said that. That would have been part of an announcement. At least I think. He didn't say statue. He didn't say figure. He didn't even give us a scale. He just said premium. They're going to be taking risks. Uh, The artists want to take more risks uh, and take time and and kind of give their artistic approach. Um, He did say in the video, though, that J&D is known for, like, premium one-third scale. Yes. So he did reference that. So I feel like 
he was just, I feel like this is still going to be one third scale statues. That's at least that's my gut. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is this is supposed to be the he's he's alluded to well, you know, we're higher we're the high end company, we're the best of the best. This is supposed to even take it to a higher level. So um I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Are they the best of the best? I with some of the releases I've seen, I can't say that. I don't have any in hand. No. Um to start with Wonder Woman? Uh I don't know either. I don't know what, what what the thought process is with that character choice. But what are your thoughts? Can you imagine uh, the price point on this? Difficulty, like you know, it's probably because of the technique itself that they want to employ that they're choosing her, and I think that's kind of like what this line will be about: them wanting to challenge themselves and try new things, and then they'll pick a character that's probably appropriate for that and the likenesses that they have available to them. anyone else in the line like anyone else excited for this announcement or do you guys don't care like for me the way i look at this is okay it's, now they're taking on it's hard to be excited when you don't know what you're supposed to be excited about exactly well the potential yeah. for it so, right this, plus i mean isn't jnd the most expensive company at the moment they're for the most part if, in if, that yeah. third scale market yeah i think this would have i like companies trying new and innovative things don't get me wrong i just feel like if you're going to make this announcement, it was so vague. It's like, wh why not make it when you've got a prototype or you've got some, yeah, a little yeah. bit something more to actually show? Uh, and like, you know, we said in, in the chat, too, that that does raise another concern is like they say that they're going to be trying things. They're going to be taking risks. It's like, OK, well, how is the pre-order setup going to work and what's the price point going to be for these things that you're admitting to us that you're taking risks? So are we supposed to take risks with thousands of dollars with you? Like, are people going to be as willing to pre-order this particular line versus their other, you know, pre-orders? Again, like, I like them trying new stuff, but it also means this is the first time you've done it. So do I want to be your guinea pig with my three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000? Yeah. I, ju I just wish there was a little more transparency for them and communication because... They told us they were going to dabble in the six scale figures as well, and we haven't heard anything about that line either. So it's like now you're launching something else. Can we get some? Is it on hold? What's going on before you start so launching? This, a, this is a almost new as bad as a dark. This is almost as bad as a darkly lit XM promo. It's you're, worse. Getting, it's it worse. reveals it's just worse. about as much or more or less. Yeah. 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 I. I mean, I also think. Like J and D has had some like really good pieces, but they haven't hit home runs on everything too. So to be honest, I'd rather them kind of get their base stuff down a little bit more before they say, "Hey, we're going to take some real big risks with this one. Give us your money." Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, it, and based on what he was saying, the kind of things that they're trying to take risks with, it's it doesn't seem. Like, it, you know, this is like they're going to do silicone on the arms and like the legs. That's kind of like what he was saying, the exposed parts of the skin. For this one, yeah. Yeah. And they said they're going to try and do it. They're going to have to do it in a different way. I imagine that's going to mean like a very solid armature inside and then silicone over that. And 
you know, it just depends on what they mean in terms of risk. But like you're saying, it's too vague right now. So they needed to show us a product, like um, like a prototype. Yeah, because risk just sounds to me like, hey, this is our R and D that we're gonna sell to you. Yeah, you know, well, like, not they haven't worked it out yet. Oh man, well played, John. Interesting. No, well, you tell well play for that. <laughs> Matt, are you are you interested in silicone, or are you still 100% polystone? Would you ever be interested in silicone? No, not at all. Not in I mean, any capacity. I, just, it's, it's, it has, I mean, silicone will degrade over time, um, unlike polystone. And it's just, I don't know, man. I think it's just, it's also, you got to be a niche, niche collector or whatever you want to call it, niche collector to, to get into that in the first place. And, you know, they're, the company's looking at it for targeting those collectors that are doing that. Um, and I just don't know. I think it's, you know, next thing you know, you're going to have silicone. I mean, they already have the silicone, what? Dolls and stuff like that. It's just that's not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, plus, I mean, plus, I mean, plus listen, what? Those what? are multi-purpose dolls. This, re- <laughs> this reminds exactly. me of um, you know how how some guys love the uh, technology side of things. Oh. They always want okay. new stuff. Yeah, brand new technology. They're the first guys to get it because they love those stuff. And this early is what it feels like doing because now yeah, now that's, it's that's the, exactly it's what the is. latest is- and latest fad or whatever right yeah right. It's the latest thing and nobody has it so let's let's get it and that's what excites them and that's what i think the audience is but most of us seriously the price and not knowing anything about it and all that stuff mm-hmm. so most of us wouldn't even touch it right so i don't know hopefully uh, yeah yeah asking before right. i find out well yeah, so yeah, is asking, what is the lifespan so yeah it, it, i know we have Can- there are estimates of like, you know, like I think Queen Studios said upwards of like 30 years for, you yeah, know, like I've, I've, I've got the half scale cap coming and that's got the face is, is silicone. I don't know how long that's going to last versus like polystone or resin or something. But like, look, if I get 20 or 30 years of enjoyment out of that statue, then I feel like I'll have gotten my money's worth. But we don't we can't say that silicone on a statue is going to last x number of years because they're just starting to make them so we don't really know well there was a doc we had somebody come in on a stream once before the guy was a doctor and he worked with silicone he said it they they had to send a lot of their silicone dummies back because they're the way that they were handled or whatnot that they just started degrading over time and the time wasn't that long it was only like four years well, but those are going to be hands up. Those are going to be handled very differently yeah. than a yeah. collector. No, I agree. I agree. We, we hope grades of it, though. You know, what well, I mean? yeah. it depends on the collector. You're, you're right. Yeah. You have to moisturize. I, I always worry. Moisturize, moisturize. I always worry about dust as well, <laughs> sticking to the portrait or mm-hmm. just sticking to the material, and how do you clean it? Exactly. And so how forth. do you clean it? How do you clean yeah. it? It's silicone. Use water. Water. Like a wet rag. It's a. It's silicone. It's not going to like ruin. <laughs> so it. you have some. So you have some silicone dolls. You know how it works. <laughs> silicone seal. I, 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 get, I get you're trying to be funny, but it's silicone. It's like you just use water and like a wet. Yeah, rag. but how about Why the paint that they use water? over the silicone? Water-based the, the, lube. The paint is silicone-based as well. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't adhere to the silicone. The way silicone, the way they paint silicone, oh, they thin down the silicone <laughs> itself and they mix in pigments and then they spray paint it on. That's how they do it. And so the paint itself is silicone and it, it like gets bound to the surface of the silicone like that and so it basically bounds. it's not going to come off if you use water to wipe it 
Everyone likes but, dumb but that's what's suggested. Is, hold on a second, because we're talking we're talking live here with sixty nine people watching. So that's what's recommended nice. to wipe down silicone is the water. We're not talking about we're not talking about the medicals. We're not talking about the, we're talking about collectibles here. We're not talking about the other dolls and stuff. We're talking about collectibles. Here. My Catwoman that I get from J and D, or even the Joker, because that Joker comes with a lot of face paint. That Joker gets dusty. You're gonna you recommend taking water and wiping it off? Yes. That water is not going to these... affect that silicone in any way. I mean, have should, we explored no, the option not. of just a brush, just every so often? Well, but does anyone with on dust, the panel sticks, have a no? silicone piece? The kind of material it should stick to it. The dust will cake off. What's going on, CC? These, these pieces, no, these silicone pieces. Does anyone have one? Do they? Do they not come with some kind of maintenance card or something that just says, you know, for cleaning? Yeah. Do A, B, and C. I don't know. I mean, honestly. They, no, if I picked so up you silicone, spend four grand, yeah. you spend four grand on a collectible, yeah. and it doesn't have a yeah. little maintenance thing. This is exactly. Well, does, does Please don't use the following J &D piece. Mm. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I like my candles uh, unburnt. Oh man. How about I don't the know, J &D like, website? Uh, Do they advise? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, I would Do imagine. I would hope that like Queen Studios is going to send. It will have some sort of insert there that maybe kind of gives a rundown on you know with the life-size busts that they've got and the half scale cap you know things like that i don't i don't own a j and d statue so i don't know if they include anything mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean the, this silicon in these types of collectibles is new so there's going to be a learning curve and we're just going to have to navigate that i i think they're using like the same kind of stuff they like it's like medical grade that's what they said, right? Yeah, that's what they said. Medical grade. Yeah, I ain't navigating that? my four grand. Not medical grade. Like, what's the difference exactly? Well, I I found a, I found a very detailed not J and D but Queen Studios has a detailed, illustrated, web page showing how to take care of your silicone collectibles. It'll be a platinum based silicone too. Dave is saying you protected? use alcohol rub and a fan brush to dust it off. A silicone mask repairs yeah. artist told me. You know, I would really go to like realdolls.com or something like that and look up their maintenance and care because they're going to really know how to take care of silicone dolls. So I wouldn't use out. any solvent on top of it. I just mm. use water. Water in a rag instead of like alcohol. Adamandeve.com. Just, just <laughs> we will uh, we'll figure it out and, and we're not going to figure it out. We're going to see what happens over time because I just don't like the water idea over time. But you said alcohol? Well, that's what alcohol this guy's saying. You use out. alcohol rub and a fan brush to dust it off. But typically, you're also, if you're using alcohol, like I'm just, like rubbing alcohol or something like it that, you're going to use yeah. a much smaller amount than you would have like water, like a, like a wet rag or something. There's a difference between that and like maybe like an alcohol wipe or something and that and then like a fan. You know what I mean? It's not like it's going to be sopping wet, but like you just take a damp rag, okay, and like you it's wipe a, the it, dust off. Well, I like okay. it wet, so I don't know what to tell you. Nah. <laughs> this, this, this is no longer... You should always get it wet. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to do... Uh, Sandpaper? Come on. We'll see what we'll see what J&D puts out. And my recommendation, if you're picking up a and d piece, put it behind glass right away. And that's it sealed glass you won't get any dust in there guys we're going to move on to the community spotlight and we're going to kick it off with joe and his pudgies polystone picks joe what do you have this week 
This is a Tweeterhead Superman, which I think is an amazing piece for a relatively low price. And it's uh, and I, I like this a lot. It is some much more classic portrayal of Superman. Something that uh, I just love it. I love it. I think the paint addicts came out really good. Um, got nothing bad to say. This one sixth? Yes, sir. Oh. There he is with Hush is staring down at him ominously, saying, I don't like you. Too small. Yeah. Looks good. Is it all one piece, uh, Pudgy? Or is no, it... what, uh, the base. Just the base. He mounts into the base, and that's it. And you got to swap out, swap out portraits. And so it mounts like from the calf? What's that? Sorry, Matt. Go ahead. I said it looks like a steam line on his arm. That's the reason why I said that. It's, uh, I just didn't know. Nah, it's just shadow. It's his, it's his the actual costume. Okay. It pegs so in at that calf on? part, right? Yeah, it pegs in. Uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I put it together like two weeks ago, and I haven't studied it. You know, I just remember putting it together. Mm. I said, oh, I love it. And took pictures of it tonight. You were saying uh, Phoenix? The cape, does it come together already, or you have to put it on? All together. Just put on the head. That's it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for sharing. Yes, sir. Beautiful piece, too. Mm. See, this goes to show you don't need a Hush Superman. This Superman does a, a good job as well. Yeah. Next on the docket, Steve couldn't make it today tonight, unfortunately, but he got a nice acquisition as well. He picked up the uh, XM Transformation Hulk, and he had his unboxing on his channel yesterday. What a beauty. Uh, you guys did a good job, but congratulations to Steve. That looks really nice. Is that the one you have, Brendan? Yep, that's it. Very nice. In person, it's it's massive in person. That's what she said. Really? You're going there? Give me a second. What do we have next on the dock? Oh, Terry. Terry picked up his, uh, he got his new piece in Red Death. First of all, Terry has to change that shirt because there's only one white bat, the white knight. What he's talking about. But if you know, you know. Red Congrats, Death, uh, Red Death looks good. Got it in. He's going to be doing a video on his channel as well, Gotham Cinnabites. So be sure you guys check it out. But huge congratulations to him. He uh, unboxed with the family tonight. Great. Beautiful piece. Excellent. And it fits into his collection very nicely as well. And then Paul, Paul Schreiber, we unboxed this. I think it was on Monday. His, uh, unfortunately, the one nobody voted for this at the beginning Beautiful of the show. Piece, this is the... But... Sideshow, yeah, the the Jean Grey. They did really well with the with the portrait and the hair. Yeah, yeah, it's a good piece. It's just off the table. Yeah. The base. Yeah. Huge congratulations, uh, Paul, and to the rest of the uh, the community. You guys rock. All right, guys, we're gonna lead into. Uh, this is it, the Patreon shoutouts. 
the three pillars that hold up uh, Collecting Weekly. We're going to kick it off with Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley. we got Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gis, Daminator, Juan Breda. we got Thomas Clark, Sweet, Danny Lee. I miss Danny. Dean Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Marwanski, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, we got Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Erwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri, Wa, Derek B, Pablo Meza, Carlos Savidra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Yautzi, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and last but not least, and I gotta get the Jamaican horn out here. Where is it? Brenton Palmer. Yay. Max effort. Though. It's on loop, too. That might have oh, been shit. the saddest <laughs> reading of his name I've ever heard. <laughs> I, know. I know. Without further ado. Everybody, get up and go to your nearest exit. Um, it's like his Ambien just kicked in right as he was about to say Brenton's name. August Patreon benefits. We got the Prince Zorbo Magnet as well as the Shrink Ray sticker. And our three Patreon tiers, we have the Sweet Angel tier. Uh, here you get a sticker sent straight to your door as well as access to Ox After Dark. The Certified Crispy tier. Here you'll get figure uh, fix assistance from Zach. All the previous benefits from the other tier as well. The sticker is all and access to After Dark and the CW What a Guy tier. Here you'll get a What a Guy exclusive Pog Deluxe set, doubles of all the stickers that we send, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. YouTube channel members Mojo Z78, OG Fan, Absolute Urban, The Pamricas, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, Dark Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, Paul Schreiber, S Beam, Andrew Gibo, Andreas IB, CC3PO, Daminator, Lima Hernandez, Sam Gist, Carlito. Thomas Clark, CT603, Benjamin Hansen, Eddie Mendez, Chris V, Luke Fredericks, Big Ol' Fern, and Sia Dreams. Our network and all of the shows involved. We got Collecting Weekly Live on Tuesdays, OFAC Thursdays, and Small Talk on every other Thursday. After Dark on Wednesdays, Bricks and Brews. I don't know, Sean is slacking. It's been three months since we put a brick together, but that's okay. We'll forgive him. We got the Ringcast, Collecting Weekly Live on Boxing on Mondays, The Club. Every Friday night, you know, that's the place to be. And live and let dice. And we're also going to be doing our comic show at the end of this month. Stay tuned for that. Social media page. Follow Collecting Weekly on Facebook. Collecting Weekly Auxiliary on Facebook as well. On Instagram, at Collecting Weekly. At Collecting Weekly underscore clips. And at the day Collector. Another Friday, guys. Episode 26. It's been 26 episodes already. Can you imagine? Where's time going? Lying. So, what are you guys doing? What's what cracking for tomorrow, the weekend? What do you? Uh, Don't tell me all sleep in and that's it, and you're gonna be in bed all day. Uh, I have two kids, so that will not be happening. Um, uh, tomorrow, just yeah, we have a kid's birthday party, and then hanging out with my stepsister, and then Sunday is a block party. Uh, and so it's supposed to be 108 degrees at my house, so mm. not looking forward to that. In the slightest. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And then Monday, I don't know. Usually my cousin has something, but uh, we'll see. Something with a pool, ideally. 
That sounds fun. Block party. That's just where the whole street kind of has a party on the sidewalk or yeah. something. Yep. Well, middle of the road. see that in movies. It's very literal. We don't have that in Canada here, do we, Phoenix? You got a block party over there? Yeah, I do. Really? Herbs, yeah, I live in the cul-de-sac. You never yeah. been to a block party? cul-de-sac. No. Yeah. no. They just don't. Bro, my street's all retirees, man. Oh. Got to get it started, man. You're the youngster, man. You got to get it started. Get your block together. I don't know. My fear is I have an apple tree at the front of the house that's letting go all its apples and it hits the sidewalk. And my fear is one of these grannies is going to break a hip on an apple and sue me from here to kingdom come. That's that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Picking apples. Just to prevent the lawsuit, not because you're one of those grannies apple. can kick you in your apple bag. <laughs> I just love that. I'll just call you Johnny M. Johnny M. So that's it. How about you, man? Anything special? Uh, no, nothing special. I mean, my wife's going out of country for work. She'll be gone for about a week, so I got daddy duty for the next, you know, week. Kids go to school and everything. So that's okay. That's Give him a, here's the control to the Xbox and mm. the PlayStation. Yeah. Ice cream for breakfast. Turn on those devices, kids. Mm. Get to entertain yourselves. Well, guys, this has been a blast. Thank you to the panel, uh, John Brenton, Brendan, Joe, Phoenix, Buck, and Matt. Thanks to everybody who was hanging around in the chat. Got like 60 people watching. Appreciate you guys. And everybody listening on the podcast as well. Can't do the show without you guys. Uh, enjoy the long weekend. Take a break, a well deserved break. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Oh, and just to wish a belated birthday, Jay from Legendary Beast. I think August 31st was his birthday last week, so we didn't get to mention it. Happy belated birthday. Hope you had a good one. Um, Hurry up and release that Hulk. Till next time. (laughs) I'll see you guys next week. Good night. I hope you know that you made today a very special day by just your being you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you.